This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. No. No. <laughs> Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, October 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a deputy with the Philadelphia Sheriff's Office was arrested and charged with trafficking and selling guns, according to the United States Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. 29-year-old Samir Ahmad of Philadelphia was taken into custody on October 19th by federal agents. Court documents say two of the firearms that Ahmed sold on October 13th were traced by law enforcement as being used in a deadly ambush shooting after a football scrimmage in Roxborough High School two weeks earlier. The September 27th shooting killed 14-year-old Nicholas Elizalde of Havertown and left four other teenagers wounded. Officials said Ahmed was employed with the Philadelphia Sheriff's Office beginning in February of 2018. He was terminated on October 19th and is in custody. The FBI said the case began back on April 27th. One of their informants was able to purchase a revolver from him. Uh, The transaction was allegedly recorded on an audio device. According to court documents, the same informant met again with Ahmed on October 13th. The FBI said that he sold him two semi-automatic pistols used in the Roxborough shooting and ammunition. During the exchange, the informant said that he was uh, illegal and would get deported if he got uh, caught in possession of a BB gun. Officials said that Ahmed replied, you don't got to worry about none of that. Images were provided from a video recording device planted on the informant. Then five days later, on October 18th, court documents said that uh, the two met a third time. Officials said that Ahmed was recorded selling another gun and also two ounces of the drug crystal meth. If convicted Ahmed could face a maximum penalty of 15 years in prison. It will be an extra special showdown for a player on the opposing team for the World Series face-off against the Houston Astros. Astros outfielder Chaz McCormick is a Westchester native who hit two home runs for the Astros in Game 3 of the ALCS. Now he gets to go up against his hometown team, the Philadelphia Phillies. Wow. And Chaz's family uh, are diehard Phillies fans, but his mother Nancy, who has collected Phillies memorabilia over the years, says that she'll be rooting for the Houston Astros. Or she's not going to disown him? She's not going to disown her son. Mm. I want my boy to bring home a ring. I want Houston Houston to do well, said Nancy. So I have said many times that he's my boy. Blood is thicker than Red October. I want. I wonder what that is like. You grow up in the area. You, you know, this this guy is a kid. Yeah, had to have been a diehard Phillies fan. Mm-hmm. He he grows into a, uh, a a professional major league baseball, <laughs> one of the elite, and he's got to go against the team that he spent. Rooting, rooting his for, life, like, rooting for it. it's probably more rare that you the team that you grew up loving is the team you get to play for. You know, so yeah, all yeah. of our heroes played yeah. current. All of yeah. our current heroes played for other teams. It's yeah. the dynamic, but it's got to suck. It's his job. Yeah, and he's yeah. Gonna I hate whole, my team. Whole yeah. lot of money yeah, right. if he wins the uh, World Series. <laughs> I hate you guys. Yeah. His brothers, including his twin, said that they've been to almost every East Coast ballpark to watch Chaz play. But they say it will come full circle watching him play at Citizens Bank Park. Chaz grew up in Westchester, attended Westchester Henderson High School. He was the first student to score both 1,000 career points in basketball and 100 career hits in baseball. He later played for Millersville University before getting drafted in 2017. He made his MLB debut in 2021. In all my life, I haven't scored 100 points of yeah, anything. Yeah, in anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk completed his $44 billion deal to buy Twitter. A source familiar with the deal told CNN Thursday, putting the world's That's... richest man in charge of one of the world's most influential social media platforms. This is financial advisor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Musk, 
<laughs> Musk fired the CEO and two other executives. Twitter dec- declined to comment. The deal's closing removes a cloud of uncertainty that was hung over Twitter's business employees and shareholders for much of the year. After initially agreeing to buy the company in April, Musk spent months attempting to get out of the deal, first citing concerns about the number of bots on the platform and later allegations raised by a company whistleblower. I'm curious to see what this will reveal because we'll have access now to some of the um, the analytics that we weren't getting right. access to, or supposedly, supposedly. to see how... Um, what, per- what percentage, you know, you were reading off some very interesting ones yesterday. Yeah. Finally peeled a lid off on some of this. By completing the deal, Musk and Twitter avoided a trial that was originally set to take place earlier this month. But Musk's takeover and the immediate firings of some of its top executives now raises a host of new questions for the future of the social media platform. Did you see the exit package of the uh, the, the one uh, no. uh, $42 million? Oh, was that it really? $42 that million. was his exit that package? That was his exit package. I would be like, see ya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. Mm-hmm. All right. Fire me. Fire me too. <laughs> All right. In sports this morning. The Flyers beat the Florida Panthers 4 3 last night in South Philly. Come on! Ben Farabee had a goal and an assist, and Carter Hart made a career-high 48 saves in the win. Tony D'Angelo, Scott Lawton, and Zach McEwen uh, also scored for the Flyers, who are off to a 5-2 start. They're home again tomorrow night against the Carolina Hurricanes, and the uh, puck will drop at 7 o'clock. The Sixers, who lost to the Raptors on Wednesday, uh, to fall to 1-4 on the season, will play in Toronto again tonight. Tip-off is at 7.30. In Thursday night football, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Buccaneers last night in Tampa Bay. Lamar Jackson threw for 238 yards and a pair of second-half touchdowns, and the Ravens rallied for a 27-22 win over Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, giving Baltimore consecutive wins for the first time this season. And their, uh, after their bye week, the Eagles return to action this weekend with the game at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kickoff at the link will be at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Philadelphia Union head coach Jim Curtin was named the 2022 MLS Coach of the Year. Curtin received over 23% of the vote by MLS club, technical staff, media, and current league players. The Union will host New York City FC in the Eastern Conference Finals on Sunday and the match is set to begin at 8 o'clock. And finally, the Phillies and the Astros are ready for tonight's Game 1 of the World Series. Oh my God. Aaron Nola will get the start in the series opener for the Phils while the Astros will send their ace, Justin Verlander, to the mound. The first pitch is scheduled for just after 8 o'clock tonight. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. By the way, Kathy, nice pumpkins uh, this morning. Uh, Oh, it's one pumpkin. I'm sorry. She's wearing it on her her shirt. I just thought it'd be nice to point that out. We welcome you to Friday. A lot of things happening today, including... Your final opportunity to win with you, Hulu. We wrap it up. That's right. Yeah, uh, final day. So, yeah. yeah. So we do that uh, first shot at 8 a.m., then we do it again at 10, and then it's going to happen at noon, uh, 3 and 5. So don't miss it. This is it. $1,000. We'd love to send you off into the weekend uh, and uh, being happy about the, the, the game tonight and 1000 bucks in your pocket. It could be a perfect storm of all kinds of good stuff this morning. <laughs> we'll give away our Word of the Week prize this week. It's a uh, stateside vodka, huge uh, vodka prize pack. Uh, so we'll do Buck that. is the drink of Halloween. It is. Yes. And we also have a guest on the program. Akash Singh is going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. So he's going to stop in today. And I was wondering if you were going to have a meet and eat this morning. And then I saw that it's insomnia <laughs> cookies. That's going to be yeah. it. So 
Wow. Uh, the, so there's that. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's that. So <laughs> but we they're can, good for you. Yes, they are. They're yeah. absolutely they're full of protein. No, I'll tell Don't you me. what. Uh, now's the point in the morning where we say we're not going to even try it because it's too indulgent. And then, we'll and then they get here. Nine cookies deep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you can go to Insomnia Cookies uh, between now and Halloween dressed in a costume, oh. and you get a free classic cookie oh. purchase necessary, which is pretty cool. So uh, we'll see if we have some giveaways in conjunction with their visit today and, um, you know, all kinds of goodies taking place uh, throughout the course of the morning. So uh, with that, let us take a break. Yes. Come back in a second. The stupid question, the entertainment report, all that stuff is on the way. And this, like, this uh, Matthew Perry book just keeps giving and giving. It's unfreaking real There's more stuff yeah. that we'll dive into in a follow-up. We'll come back with that and more. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the stupid question this morning, prize, $50 Metro Diner gift card. Uh, this is a very interesting question. How many holes are in a standard Ritz cracker? Two oh, one five, wow. Yeah, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right. How many holes, I know the, the word holes gets that guy horny. Um, are in your standard Ritz cracker. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's even know the answer to that. Give us a call. We'll go through some birthdays uh, while we await your call. And there's some really big names oh. celebrating birthdays today. So we'll begin with a, a very rich name. Bill Gates has his birthday. Uh, he is celebrating his uh, 67th birthday today. Revenge of the Nerds. Nice. Uh, so, what do you do on your birthday if you're a multi-gozillionaire? Fabulously wealthy, obviously. I don't know where he sits right now in the pecking order. Things tend to vacillate. As of recently, he's been buying... I think he is the largest single owner of farmland in the United States right now. No, no kidding. kidding. Yes. Well, all right. Okay. I mean, if I were that rich, I probably would... Uh, I would organize like a fight between a grizzly bear and a gorilla. And just for entertainment? Just for entertainment. I guess you could yeah. do that. You know, it's interesting, Steve. You mentioned the, the pecking order. It's so funny. When, when you get up to that level, it doesn't matter. And it vacillates from day to day. It does. It, 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 things change, you know, on, on the, uh, the, the, the turn. And it's, it's wild to see it happen. There was a, uh, there was a character in, uh, what was the uh, uh, Casey, the, the show? It was on HBO. It was about the, the tech guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, Silicon yeah. Valley. And this one guy was just <laughs> fixated on the amount of money he had and where he was in the order of billionaires. We had him in the studios. The guy who plays Mo in yeah. Three yeah. Stooges. Right, yeah. right, right. Great actor. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I wonder how many of those guys... Like that means something to them. Like that's yeah. an important. I think there's. Of honor. I there think there's. Is. I think that's something at a level we can't understand. Right. It's like the closest we get is mm, that guy's sandwich looks good. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Or mine's better than his. <laughs> uh, Bill Gates is sixty-seven. Uh, Dennis Franz, you remember from uh, NYPD Blue? Yes. Uh, he turns seventy-eight years old. You know he's a Vietnam vet. 
I did not know yes. that. Yes, yeah. He's a tiny guy. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, soldier nonetheless, so celebrates his 78th birthday today. It's Lauren Holly's birthday today yes. as well. Yes. Beautiful woman, ex-wife of uh, Jim Carrey. They started on the set of Dumb and Dumber, I think, right? Didn't uh, they they did. Yes. Yeah. So they met, yeah. Were they actually married? I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. they got married. Yep. Oh, so. She was born in Bristol, PA. Oh, no way. Oh, my God. That. I How knew about... I liked that movie. Ten points bucks, go, Ken. <laughs> Thanks, Casey. Uh, no, she's she's pretty awesome. Uh, she turns 59 years old today. It's Caitlyn Jenner's birthday That's right. today. Hey. Yeah. Turn on our running lights. I want a party. <laughs> Welcome to the Jenner's. We're going to ride through the rings of Saturn today. Oh. Now, that would be entertaining. Would you like to come, Nick? Yeah, that sounds All really right. pretty. Uh, Caitlin is going through talking <laughs> celebrating her seventy third birthday today. Wow! There's someone who, if you listen to her her story, um, con- it's amazing how for how long of her life she was conflicted about that. Yes, you know? uh, and uh, yeah. she's very happy now. Yeah, like like back to. You know, almost the Olympic days. Yes, like, like, yes. Uh, like it wasn't something that surfaced later in her life. So uh, you, you are the you are the ultimate. You know, in uh, masculinity, yeah. Right? yeah, Wheaties box and the whole thing. But inside, felt like she was lying to people, feeling completely yeah. wrong. So uh, seventy three today, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, the great Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, so many great movies, so many incredible roles. That's a guy who sinks his teeth into whoever, whatever character he's playing. He won the Oscar for Space Camp, didn't he? Uh, I think he I did. <laughs> Under Leaf, he was Leaf Phoenix back then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he is uh, <laughs> poised to take on the Joker role again. Yeah. 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 That was a tough movie to that watch. That is a. I watched it once, and I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so he turns 48 years old today. Uh, Annie Potts has her birthday today. Yes. And it's a big one for her. She is 70 years old. She is uh, excellent on Young Sheldon. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She plays his Mima. Wonderful in uh, in Ghostbusters and uh, and uh, Designing Women. Do you remember Corbett Summer? Oh, yeah. Mark Hamill? That's right. Yeah. She's a prostitute in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she is 70 years old today. Uh, it's Andy Richter's birthday today. Hey! He had, one, he had a show that I adored called Andy Richter Rules the World. Yeah, I remember that. Very short-lived. Yeah. You know, and he's great in Cabin Boy, too. Uh, so he is... <laughs> how old is he today? 56. I've, I've, always, I've always seen... like All right, so there there are a ton of, like, Andy Richter-ish type characters on right. Late Night. I, I feel like that would be... that. That's something I can do. Okay, well, let yeah. him know. All right, all right. I'm gonna get, well, why would I let him know? <laughs> yeah, maybe he has I'm let somebody else know. No, you're saying sidekick is something you can pull. Yeah, out. I can't host anything, but right. like, hey, let's send it to the fat guy to say something stupid. I'm like, okay, that's that's me. I can do that. Uh, he's 56 not today. Not fat, you're gorgeous. Uh, Julia Roberts has her birthday as well, and she turns a nice 55 years old. Today. Just found her mouth, right? Yeah, but, mm-hmm. uh, she, she, big, big. She's a. Uh, I like when her. they were raving about how gorgeous. I think she's a pretty woman. Get, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Steve, you and I are exactly the same. Yeah, she is. Yes, she's a very pretty yeah. woman. Is she like model drop dead? No, I don't see it that was... in her. I think I like her personality. Yeah, she's a great actress. Uh, she's very pretty, but I well, just don't see she, the. It's the way she presents herself. That that's because she, she comes off probably prettier than she is. It's, she just you know does a good job at presenting herself whenever she's out in public, whenever huh? pictures are taken. I just think it's more of like the Kleenex version of it, right? So when you go, all right, just after you're doing spanking it, no, instead of saying, "Hey, hand me a tissue," you hand me Kleenex. When you go, oh, beautiful, it's like Julia Roberts. I got you, Brad Pitt. I understand you, that. You just yeah. go to the sure. to the brand the brand <clears throat> name that like rings a bell the best. You know, it's a funny thing. About 
about her, though, and it's you talk about how small little things can affect how you think about people. She was doing a celebrity um, telethon, you know, and she was answering phones. And I remember watching her in the back. And while other people were kind of just picking them, thank you, and like writing down, you know, the the the, do, the donations. She picked up and she was clearly talking Shouting. to the person and smiling. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's cool, Aww. you know. I you know what uh, the movie Notting Hill. I kind of get like. That vibe that that character she, she played is pretty close to who to she her. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyhow, she's been a ton of great movies. Uh, she's uh, celebrating a 55th birthday today. Um, uh, all right, now here's a gal I consider to be, boy, did I have a crush on her. And I still think she was one of the prettiest actresses ever, Jamie Gertz. Jamie Gertz. Space has her Camp. birthday today. She was in Space Camp. You're right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I wonder if they celebrated their birthday on the set. Together? Or Joaquin Phoenix while they were on it together. That would have been great. They could have been wearing their spacesuits. Um, yeah, so she's been in, you know, tons of stuff throughout the years. And I, I did doing a little search on the fact that it was her birthday. I went all the way back and found pictures of her in the uh, TV show Square Pegs. Yeah. Well, and she which played, was great. She played the awkward, you know, sort of uh, uh, school spirit girl. Yep, yep. And uh, went on to be less uh, movies like Less Than Zero and uh, Lost, Boys. Lost Boys. And, and actually a movie shot here, which was uh, Quick Change. Or no, not Quick Change. No. Quick Silver. <laughs> yeah. With was that Kevin Bacon. was that in New York? I, he, he plays a um, stockbroker stock who yeah. ends up being a uh, bike a delivery bike guy, guy, bike yeah. messenger. Um, oh, yeah, here we go. The Lost Boys. One of my favorite guilty pleasure movies, because it's so horrible and wonderful at the same time as Solar Babies. Yeah. I never saw it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. I loved it. When, I want to go back and watch it. Solar Babies, it's a, it's a dystopian Rollerblading. Uh, <laughs> but, Casey, it's out in the desert. Uh, yeah. They're rollerblading on sand. Yeah. Doesn't work. Doesn't no. quite work. No. All right. So, uh, Jamie Gertz turns 57 years old today. Uh, a friend of ours, Justin Guarini, hey! has his birthday today. What was that? <laughs> That's him as little so sweet. Good. Uh, just, Justin is a great guy. And what a singer. There's a reason why he almost won American Idol. Yeah. And and granted, he was going up against Kelly Clarkson, who's right. a legit superstar. Yeah. Uh, he, he, dude, can sing. He's and fantastic. Like on, on the stage and on Broadway and all of that stuff, he's really distinguished himself. A uh, little sweet is a oh character. Yep. Uh, yeah, he is, he is great. And ju- from Justin to Kelly, another yeah. guilty pleasure. The greatest movies ever made. So Justin is 44 today. Happy birthday to everybody celebrating birthdays. Let's see if somebody knows the answer to this. How many holes are in a standard Ritz cracker? Oh, yeah. 215263WMMR, two, <laughs> two, two, the number. We're going to go to Fred and see if we can get the answer. Hey there, Fred. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Great, buddy. All right, how many holes in a standard Ritz cracker? I'm going to take a guess and say seven. He's right. Yeah, yeah he is right. Seven holes in a Ritz cracker. Hang on a sec, Fred. We are going to set you up, buddy. You just got yourself a $50 Mento Diner gift card. You can celebrate Mento Diner's 30th anniversary with past favorites for a limited time, including their classic Reuben stacked with deli-sliced corned beef, sauerkraut, melted cheese, uh, Thousand Island dressing on grilled rye bread, and you can visit MetroDiner.com. Ritz crackers sit in the uh, category of cracker you can eat by itself. 
Yes. You don't need they're to put buttery. something on. Right, yes. Yep, they're, yeah. they're quite tasty enough. Those and club crackers. Club crackers as well? Are yeah. the other ones yeah. that I really Absolutely. will have no problem. Don't need to put no cheese or nothing on it. No, no. tickling or nothing. <laughs> and the zesty, the uh, Keebler zesty saltines. Oh, I've not mm-hmm. had those. I gotta Ooh, try those. They're really good. All right, but those are just saltines. Yeah, I, but you can eat them all by themselves. <laughs> okay, and they're really good for you. All right, oh, they're really the dark. Yeah. They're good for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. All right, we're gonna start with this uh, disturbing story. Saturday Night Live star uh, Chris Red was transported to Bellevue Hospital in New York City on Wednesday. He was reportedly attacked outside of the Comedy Cellar in Greenwich Village. Yeah. Uh, the assault occurred at about uh, 9.50 in the evening. TMZ reports that Red was punched in the face by a man who was dressed like a security guard. Oh. Uh, cops quickly arrived on the scene, but the assailant had already run away. Did they, now, I heard that they the guy snatched jewelry from him. Did you see that? I didn't see that yeah. in this particular right, story. Yeah, but yeah. I, yeah that, that may be a detail that they missed out on. Uh, but Red was scheduled to perform there at the Comedy Cellar that night. Um, his new comedy special, Why Am I Like This?, will be released on HBO Max November 3rd, so it may be just a robbery. It's, it could have been one of those. Uh, or Punch and grab. Somebody was going after him. I don't really know, but yeah, you had to go to the hospital. It must have gotten clocked pretty good. Um, okay, so I mentioned earlier Matthew Perry. Uh, his book is just loaded with stuff. This dude was messed up for a long time, so therefore a lot of stories to share. Yeah. And in one of these, he's apologizing for passages in his book, which, by the way, is called Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. Wait, he's, um, a, he's apologizing he's, for what's he, in the he's book? He's apologizing for references to Keanu Reeves. So among the excerpts, uh, he opens up about his own struggles with substance abuse, and then he laments... That his former co-stars River Phoenix and Chris Farley were lost to addiction while Reeves, quote, still walks among us. Uh, In a statement shared to media outlets, including People Perry said, I'm actually a big fan of Keanu. I just chose a random name. My mistake. I apologize. I should have used my own name instead. So, oh, so, so he wasn't indicating that Keanu Reeves had a drug problem. No, no, he wasn't saying drug addiction. His, his point is, how come they're gone and this guy's walking around? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that. So, yeah, how about this idiot over right, here? Right, right, right. So, uh, as widely reported, Perry writes in the book that Phoenix, with whom he shared the screen in the 1988 film A Night in the Life of Jimmy Reardon was a beautiful man inside and out. Perry adds uh, about the actor who died of a drug overdose in 1993, said, it always seems to be the really talented guys who go down. Why is it that the original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves still walks among us? That's a bit of a slap in the face. Yeah. It, and it is, it's an arbitrary thing. Uh, well, I don't know where he was when he wrote it, but I think that he's he, he owns it. He's apologizing. And I legitimately believe... Uh, that he's a you know fan of Keanu's. But he mentions him again. All right, so yeah. uh, when he was reminiscing about uh, Chris Farley, he said it was five months before the theatrical release of the Paris comedy Almost Heroes. He writes about the SNL standout's death. He said, I punched a hole through Jennifer Aniston's dressing room wall when I found out. And then he writes, Keanu Reeves walks among us. Yeah. I had to promote Almost Heroes two weeks after he died. I found myself publicly discussing his death from drugs and alcohol and I was high the entire time. Um, I like that movie, Almost Heroes. Did you ever see that? Where they're kind of like a Lewis and Clark team? No, I didn't see it. Yeah. It's yeah. not fantastic, but it's got a lot of laughs. Yeah. Um, he does a sit-down interview with Diane Sawyer. It airs tonight. Right. There's, and I have more on that, too. So uh, Perry's book offers no further clarification on why Reeves' name was mentioned. Uh, Reeves, who does not appear to share any film or TV credits with Perry, co-starred 
with Phoenix in my own private Idaho in 1991. And since Phoenix's death, uh, Reeves has been open about their close friendship and uh, the grief that uh, the loss had caused him. Now, a follow-up, though, uh, the story about him and Valerie Bertinelli that we mentioned yesterday. And if you missed that, apparently while they were making this show, Sydney together, which failed, um, he made out with Valerie Bertinelli while Eddie Van Halen was passed out drunk next to them. Uh, Valerie took to TikTok to seemingly react to his writing uh, with the on-trend Taylor Swift song, with an on-Taylor uh, a Swift uh, Taylor Taylor Swift song playing in it. And during the clip, uh, the anti-hero singer's song beams. It's high. Wait, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. While the 60-year-old, 62-year-old waved and covered her face in embarrassment. And she had uh, written on the post, anyone misbehave in their 20s and early 30s? Are you mortified? Uh, although she never really openly names Matthew, one fan commented about his claim and Valerie replied with an embarrassed emoji. Okay, she, she seems to be having a little a little fun with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is, at the time that uh, she was supposedly uh, making out with him next to uh, Eddie Van Halen, were they married or dating at the time? I think they were married. Okay. Yeah, because this would have been, because they were, they got married early. Early. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. in the late 80s, they started dating or something right. like that. So I think it would have been pre friends that they got married. Mm. All right. And then, like Kathy was saying, uh, he, he sits down with Diane Sawyer. And uh, Matthew Perry said, uh, Secrets will kill you, secrets will kill people. And uh, he had mentioned that um, at the height of his addiction, he was taking 55 pills a day. He said, Well, I had to wake up. And realized I needed to get fifty-five of them, fifty-five of them, or I was going to really be really sick. Wow! So I did all sorts of things, as well as faking migraines to a bunch of doctors. He revealed that the weirdest thing he did, he said, on Sundays I'd go to open houses and go to the bathrooms, <gasps> yeah. and see what pills they had in oh there and God. steal them. Wow! And, and th- so this is at the height of Friends fame. He goes, I think they thought. There's no way in hell that Chandler came in and stole from us. So he would go to open houses. Holy. Yeah. And then go, to the, go to the medicine cabinet. medicine cabinet. And here he's not just a an average Joe pretending yeah. to be a house buyer. He's a freaking huge star at this point. Yeah. Walking into these homes and stealing these pills. So that's always been something that they say, you know, that, that was, sure. I mean, we reported on it for, for years. They would do. People, People do will do that. Yeah. But you think uh, he had sort of special dispensation because, as you said, sure. no one's going, oh, he's, that's what he's going to do in there. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's insane. Well, he, I saw little um, clips from the interview that airs tonight, and um, he is speaking, you know, fine. He he looks pretty good, you know, unlike that Friends special. I, right. I was interested to see so, if there was something permanent. Well, you know, permanent. he was freshly sober when that was right. shot, so he was still in the throes of it. I didn't see it. I didn't see that special. What? Was did he just look beat up? Yes. No. Well, I mean, yeah, but he they made him look okay. I didn't think yeah. he looked terrible. The way he it was, was speaking. It was just the way he was acting and the very little amount that he spoke. And, 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 and also, when he did, it was very. Um, I don't know. There was like something. Go- he he must disjointed. have been on some other medication if he had been freshly sober. Maybe well, he was on something. He else. just started, so everything that was the body was reacting to his. Um, you know. Fresh sobriety. No, he looks weird too. Like yeah. there's something going on with his mouth yeah. just below yes. his nose, as if I, I, maybe there's cartilage missing. I don't listen. I, I don't okay. know if he was snorting stuff, yeah. and and there's something going on there. But like there is definitely something going on, like with his mouth just below his nose okay. that is just I don't know. It's plastic surgery, and I have no idea. But 
I got I got to go back and, lip. and watch those clips. So, all right, some other stories to pass along. Ashley Judd told the Hollywood Reporter recently that she had fractured her leg in a freak accident while grieving her mother, Naomi Judd. Uh, she said cleanliness is associated with grief. Uh, she added that the femoral condyle fracture healed in two months. Uh, but she shared that uh, other members of her, fam- of her family also injured themselves following Naomi's death. Didn't she have that? She was out hiking in the jungle. Yeah. Did she? Did she rehurt that? It didn't indicate that. Okay. Uh, she said there were other people in our family my, after my mom died who fell downstairs and had accidents. She said that's just what mine happened to look like. It's like when you go. We talked about this when you go to the hospital. A lot of times they, they you know, or, or anything that. Have you fallen today? Yeah. You know, uh, she said it really allowed me to. How grieve. many holes in a rich cracker? It really allowed me to stop Kevin. what I was working on at that moment and grieve. So yeah, uh. so but uh, yeah, uh. that's what I thought when I initially saw this as well. Is whether she re-injured that net? They, like they had to carry her for miles, for miles, and, yeah, and she could have died. Yep, uh, from it. So uh, let's see, Jonathan Van Ness, who is from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. On Wednesday, shared a post about struggling with binge eating disorder, adding a content warning for his followers. Alongside a video of himself doing a backflip, uh, he shared that he got help in April. Van Ness began his post by saying that he's always felt hot and sexy, but that he's been struggling with binge eating disorder at the same time, or yeah, at the same time for a very long time. Uh, and he said in April. After years of feeling out of control with food, I got help. He said, gymnastics is a huge source of joy for me, and I want to do it for as long and safely as possible. And it's been so interesting because now I prioritize making time to eat, planning to eat, and actually eating. Uh, It used to be my lowest priority, which would make me so hungry that when I would eat, I would binge. He said, I was nervous to talk about it, but I feel it's important to share. Uh, We're not alone, and it's a good time to ask for help when you need it in Honor, I honor my journey. I feel stronger and more in tune with my body, and I'm so happy to have people that help me along the way. In I, weak moments, what are you most likely to binge, food-wise? Chocolate. Um, <laughs> ice cream. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, ice cream can get away from me. Probably. You know, oh, oh, I was out uh, at, um, God, uh, Mary Mead Farm. Yep. And I got chocolate ice cream. I had to throw out half the thing because I'm like, I'm going to eat this all right now. Yeah, if I, if I have, I'm going to eat this all right now. If I'm eating out of the actual pint. Yeah. You know, and I'll I'll, I'll kind of have a mark of how far down I want to go in there. And if I get to a certain point and I'm like halfway, I'm like, yeah. I trick myself. I try to trick myself, Preston. I go, I go like I shave off layers so that from, I the, do too. from the top it still looks like it's at a certain height. <laughs> I keep it flat. And then and then you're doing that. You're going, oh, it's still good. There's a whole bunch in yep. and then And then you scoop and you see a little bit of the, the container underneath you. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. no. I'm at the bottom. I'm at the bottom. I'm at the bottom. <laughs> I, try to, I try to keep the top completely yeah, flat, yeah, flat as I go. It's, it's an optical illusion. <laughs> it looks like you just yeah. open it. Oh, it just open it. Can I admit something? Oh, mm-hmm. God. Butterfingers have kind of skipped its way into my top three candies of all oh, time. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. What are your top three? Uh, Snickers. Yes. Peanut M&M's. Okay, yeah. Butterfingers. Yeah, I, I used to be a Butterfinger fanatic. Me too. Yeah. And, they're, they're, it's a sweet peanut butter. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, oh, yeah. And so I get the fun size because you can eat more. Yeah. And, and have you been dipping into the uh, Halloween so, candy? Well, there is no Halloween candy per se. It's what? just candy that I've gotten that is. <laughs> you haven't laid in your. We I, haven't gotten any I Halloween candy. To, to Claire, oh we need to get our candy. We need to get oh, our candy. Ours is not only we not only have ours. It is 
uh, the the uh, the table is all set in it and off to the side of the front door, ready to go. Okay, and you guys aren't dipping into that at all, or are I have you? not yet. Really? Yeah, I've not yet. I've I've almost, but but resisted. All right, what I've discovered, what I discovered a couple of years ago, and anybody listening who hasn't gotten your candy yet, uh, Nerds Rope is a huge hit, huge gigantic hit with the kids. I'm yeah, telling you, yeah, I'm not. Sure, I'm gonna. I, I go chocolate. I'm not a fan. Uh, yeah. Okay, I, can you I'm not me, a hard candy can you fan. Give me anymore. one favor. Yes, just get one box of. No, you're not gonna do it. All right, fine. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about the kids. I know. And I'm telling it's you, it's about me doing what's right for the kids, giving them chocolate. <sighs> anyway, no, I'm oh, done. I, thought I, you meant... I was I was shut down. I'm just telling you. Right. I learned from experience. I, I just oh, to wanna... hand out. I yeah. thought you meant to to try. No, not for yourself. Okay. No, no, I hate nerds rope. I mm. can't stand what? it. <laughs> I love nerd roll. Uh my my sons love the like the sour uh oh, those things yeah. Big yeah, yeah. Time. yeah so all right anyway yeah, enough of that we're yeah. moving on uh because I have love to talk about Bachelor in Paradise alums Serena Pitt and Joe Amabile did uh-huh. I say it Amabile they got married oh! yeah uh City Hall in New York I and it, yep it was I love a, you. on Thursday <laughs> And uh, apparently they uh, they prepared a joint statement that said, We have always known marriage was in our future. It just looked a little different than we expected. We still plan on having a big wedding next fall. We and knew that our mommies and daddies were married. That we are already planning, but with everything being so public in our relationship, having a private moment, just the two of us, was felt, really good. Felt so special and intimate. So they got married. And that's a success story from the world of the Bachelor. Let's let's see how long it goes for. Wait um, a but uh, listen, you give them all the best. Uh, this private moment that they're telling. is on social media. Yeah, okay, I know. Yeah, <laughs> with, by, the camera, by, with the camera crew, private. by some camera by Bachelor yeah. standards, you might as well have done this in a in a remote cave. Yeah, that's how. But uh, yeah, that's their perception of private. Uh, Wakanda Forever saw its world premiere in Los Angeles Wednesday night, and all the stars showed up in style. According to Good Morning America, the film's director, Ryan Coogler, wore a black and gold dog tag necklace with the late Chadwick Boseman's face on it. Uh, He said it was a necklace that I had made while we were getting ready to uh, start filming because uh, I wanted to to keep him close to me. Coogler said that uh, Rihanna... And uh, ASAP Rocky, or is it ASAP Rocky? ASAP, ASAP I always Rocky. say. Uh, Angela Bassett, Letitia Wright, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, Chloe and Halle Bailey, and Michael B. Jordan, and uh, Quinta Brunson were all among those who attended the premiere. So that is coming out soon, which is very excited. Awesome. Yes. Uh, also, a couple other things to mention. A variety reports that the Woman King will be available to purchase on Apple TV and Prime Video November 22nd, the digital releases. Include over an hour of bonus content, including interviews with the cast and behind-the-scenes footage as well. Uh, Also, Deadline reports that Arrested Development star Jason Bateman and Fantastic Beasts actor Jude Law are working together on a one-hour limited series for Netflix titled Black Rabbit. And they're both expected to star in and executive produce the series, but... Uh, Bateman's going to direct, but nobody knows what it's about yet. Mm. They're, they're keeping it quiet, so I have no idea. A lot of times, you, yeah, and I'm sure you do it. You'll you'll hop over to Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever, and what what is this? Where did this come from? There's yes. a whole series with top names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was one the other day. Uh, I, I started watching the preview for it, and I think somebody like. 
Like Russell Crowe was in it. I'm like, yeah. when what? did he do a show that I, you know, the the, the big names are. Huh. are he's hosting The Floor is Lava, right? Uh, yes, yeah. he's the new host <laughs> The Floor is Lava. And I was surprised uh, to see that. It looks hot. Um, and then finally on Tuesday, Disney Plus released the official trailer for The Santa Clauses. Starring Tim Allen, David Krumholtz, and Elizabeth Mitchell. And according to people, the movie is set 30 years after the 1994 film, The Santa Claus. In the trailer, Tim Allen's Santa Claus retires too soon and hires the wrong guy, causing the Christmas spirit, causing the Christmas spirit to dissipate. And uh, he and his family must return to the North Pole to save the day. So we have a couple. We have that that one with uh, uh, which is Die Hard Santa. Basically, I forget oh, the title of it. Yes. Uh, and then obviously there's Fat Man, which you've yep. uh, not seen yet. But uh, we have some really wonderful new yes. Christmas movies added to the roster. The one, and I don't remember the title either, Steve. But David Harbor stars as Santa Claus. <laughs> he gets caught in this like Die Hard situation. Yeah, yeah. It looks hilarious. I cannot wait. To see that movie. It is called Violent Night. Violent Night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, if you have not seen that trailer yet, go watch it. I was howling in laughter at that. All right. Um, so we have movies opening oh, are this you ready? weekend. Yeah, I'm ready. Here, Here you go. go. All right. It's a little two-year-old girl singing the Universal theme with the TV. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Uh, somebody had tagged me in Instagram, and I'm like, yep, this is way better than this one. This kid, or whatever. I don't know. I still I like still that. Like that yeah. Some people hate this. Really? Yeah. All right. Okay, we got it. But I like I like the little girl. That's cute. Yeah, that can stay for a while. All right, so movies opening this weekend. Pray for the Devil. It's a horror mystery thriller starring uh, Jacqueline Byers, Colin Salmon, and Ben Cross. Uh, the plot is as follows. Sister Anne believes that she's answering a call to be the first female exorcist. But who or what called her? In response to a global rise in demonic possessions, Anne seeks out a place at an exorcism school reopened by the Catholic Church. Until now, these schools have only trained priests in the rite of exorcism, but a professor recognizes Sister Anne's gifts and agrees to train her. Uh, it's an hour and 33 minutes long. It is a PG-13 theater release. An official score at Rotten Tomatoes, Big Fat Zero. <laughs> no. A goose. Oh, I think really that a lot of that has to do, we're just, we're just sick of Exorcist School movies. <laughs> you know, yeah. Exorcist School 2, Electric yeah, Boogaloo. It's been done too often, those Exorcist School movies. All right, also opening this weekend is uh, Armageddon Time. It's a drama. It stars Anne Hathaway, Jeremy Strong, uh, Tova Feldschuss. Feldja. Uh, a in a deeply personal, it's a deeply personal coming of age story about the strength of family and the generational pursuit of the American dream. That's okay. it. That's pretty generic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an hour and fifty four minutes. Images long. move on the screen. Rated R. Theater release today. Rotten Tomatoes gives it seventy nine percent. There we go. Pretty solid. Less is more. And then fo- finally, Call Jane. It's a drama starring Elizabeth Banks, Sigourney Weaver, and Kate Mara. Uh, in Chicago, 1968, as the city and the nation are poised on the brink of political upheaval, suburban housewife Joy 
leads an ordinary life with her husband and daughter. When Joy's pregnancy leads to a life-threatening heart condition, she must navigate an all-male medical establishment unwilling to terminate her pregnancy in order to save her life. Uh, it is two hours, two minutes long, rated R, limited theater release. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 78%. All right, now we're ready to roll some clips here. Of course, we'll do some from the movies I just talked about. How about this? Father Quinn is a Catholic priest who trains other priests to perform exorcisms in <laughs> Pray cool. for the Devil at Exorcist School. Here's star Colin Salmon talks about the role he took on not only for the movie, but as a co-star. It's uh, not what she appears on the surface. Stop it. And she has a whole different agenda going on as well. Um, but it unfolds into something that you're maybe not quite expecting. <laughs> I love that accent. <laughs> All right. Here's the real clip. There we go. As soon as I started to play it, and I met the other actors, and the younger actors as well, I sort of fell straight into a sort of fatherly figure, became a father figure. And I didn't quite realise how much being called Father Quinn or being called father is literally what you are. You become the father of the, of the flock. Thing sucks! Uh, Pray for the Devil is out <laughs> in theatres today. Zero percent. Right. Here's the next clip. In Stars at Noon, a mysterious English businessman and a headstrong American journalist strike up a romance and become embroiled in a dangerous labyrinth of lies. In this clip, star Danny Ramirez talks about who his character is. Here we go. As a Costa Rican cop, his ideology and, and, and how he played into the story of just adding this constant pressure to these two people that don't belong together but are, are forming this tender and this loving relationship in the midst of of some of their most, like chaotic moments of their personal life, being that person that puts a little bit of um, pressure under their ass. Where are y'all gone right? Stars at Noon is out on Hulu today, by the way. There you go. That's our entertainment report for this morning. All right. Uh, it's uh, Friday. That's a wonderful thing. Uh, we have the sun making its way up. It's, they were calling for cloudy skies today. That looks pretty damn clear yeah, to me. eat me. Uh, so we should be, we should at least have a nice start of the day and, uh, be enjoyable. Uh, today, by the way, last day for you, Hulu. Yes, it is. Wrapping up the promotion. So we have to have your opportunity to win a thousand dollars. Get yourself set for that. Okay. A couple times with us this morning, eight and 10 a.m. Then it goes on through the day. And just a, a handy reminder, we are coming up on the camp out for hunger. It'll be a week from Monday. Oh my God. That, that is happening. And we want you to put this in your calendar Wednesday, the 9th is food trucks and fireworks at the Camp Out for Hunger. And who knows what else might be happening in South Philly at that time. <laughs> it's, this is going to be an, an incredibly interesting uh, Camp Out week. You never know. There yeah. might be some type of a parade that happens. We're not going to put the cart <sighs> Listen, we're very humble. But food trucks and fireworks uh, is going to be bigger and better than ever. It's double the size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This year. Uh, so we're hoping you'll be a part of that or just to camp out for hunger in any way, shape, or form. Details at WMMR.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. We've got a lot to get to this morning. So stay with us. 
Preston and Steve's 25th Annual Camp Out for Hunger. Supporting Phil Abundance at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Starting Monday, November 7th, they'll be live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, your support has always been amazing and we're hoping you can help out again. Plus, we've missed your faces. Come enjoy some Dunkin' Coffee, have fun, and say hi. Donate non-perishable food items at our drive through drop-off with volunteers fueled by Pepsi. Or make a donation at WMMR.com and at the register of your local Acme Market. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Made possible by Coors Light and Origlio Beverage. The Keystone Mountain Lakes Regional Council of Carpenters Local 158. Local 8 Stagehands. United Rentals Reliable On-Site Solutions. TRG Mid-Atlantic and the General Building Contractors Association. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. I think it being a Friday, we should probably empty out my chock full of stuff junk drawer. Unless it be go to waste. I can't time it up. There you go. Yeah, there's a little bit of a delay on the button. All right, let's uh, see what we have here. All right, question. I have some items concerning... uh, the fills and World Series and all that stuff. Oh, what's going on there? <laughs> Do you want me to touch on a couple of these things? Yes, in the junk drawer saving for later on. Okay, well, yeah, well, might as well. So, there's an adult entertainment company called uh, Cam Soda. Oh, yeah, saw this. And they are sending 55 gallon drums filled with lube to the city. <laughs> oh my gosh! In preparation for the World Series, and no, it's not because we're going to have a baby boom. Right? Uh, they want to grease the poles with it. Right. Uh, the right. the you know the the streetlight poles and stuff like that. Uh, as is proven, um, you had people shimming up the poles here. Yes. Well, that's because the rain washed it all away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it might, wh- while it might not deter all of them, yeah. it might keep a couple a here big and there. Percentage. A few, yeah, yeah. from people. Yeah, now, some people will successfully, you know, scale oh, yeah. said lubed up poles. <laughs> Uh, but it's Have funny. you ever tried to climb a grease pole? No. I, we, we did. Uh, uh, really? Yeah, there was some sort of fair or something that I was at. Yeah. You put on like a slicker yeah. and you tried to. It's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but some, yeah, but you're right, Kathy. They, they, that was for naught when, yeah. the, uh, when the Eagles <laughs> won uh, the uh, uh, the Super Bowl and people did indeed get up there. But they're going to do what they can. Yeah. Try and keep that from happening. But kudos to Cam Soda. For jumping on the opportunity, sure. Uh, for a little bit of press and yeah. sending that over, so we'll see what comes of that. And then there's another uh, thing, and you may have seen this already, uh, but the merchandise, the MLB merchandise record, has been broken yeah. uh, for Philadelphia, meaning that uh, as soon as the NLCS was, uh, you know, claimed victory. Uh, everybody went out and bought more Phil's gear and uh, broke the records. Pretty amazing. I'm kind of proud of the fact that, and, and as fast as it occurred, I think it was not only the the uh, it was the speed. Primarily. It was, it was, well, it was a 24 hour record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, according to the stats, the previous 24 hour record was set by the Cubs in 2016. You can oh, see that. Yeah, that's what Brazier was saying the other day. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they were they were in a 108 year World Series championship drought. Uh, at the time, and 2016 marked their first fall classic appearance since 1945. So you can understand that, right? Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Phils set the 24-hour record uh, combined uh, ALCS and NLCS winter merchandise sales after 
uh, their collective clinches on Sunday, breaking the record set by the Cubs. I was at Dick's last night, and um, there was still some stuff there. They have, like, a big table set up in the middle of the store, um, and then I saw some girl, like, lingering, and she was like, there's more boxes. They're bringing them out. Oh, wow. So I waited around and waited for them to open the boxes, and I ended up talking to one of the employees, and she said, we already have World Series stuff, and she said, the boxes are back there, and if they win, it comes right out. If it doesn't, it gets shipped so right you, back. You, well, you know what happens, and it was the story for the longest time, is that they would send, um, they would send a lot of that stuff overseas, yeah. and so you have countries somebody and... like in in Kenya walking around yeah. with a uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah because I mean it's when when it comes down to it it's apparel that can be used yeah. and will go to waste completely functional they may as well yeah. send it somewhere <laughs> I would almost it's not going to you know for see the, the light of day here for a streak there Preston I would if so, I would buy I would go on Amazon like if someone lost um, lost a uh, uh, whether it be the World Series or you get the loser yeah. um, jersey uh, you know. Uh, and it's 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 always cheap, and it's kind of where'd sure. you get that? Yeah, you know? I always think it's kind of weird when you don't if they don't win the whole thing wearing like a division series hat, or the the fact that they made it the NLCS. Like I think it's nice. I won't wear it. I, yeah, like if unless they win all of it, to me, it's not but not even the you, division series. No, no. It's, no. it's like wearing so thought, almost Mrs. America. Miss America. Yeah, I mean, like they haven't won the whole thing. Like I would rather just wear a regular Phil's hat. Yeah, I got you. I got. You. I understand yeah. that they had um, World Series because. They're going to the sure, World Series. Yeah. It didn't say, you know, <laughs> the winner, but um, it was World Series sweatshirts and, and T-shirts. It just seems stuff. to me like it, in, in two or three years, if you're wearing that hat, and then somebody says, you know, uh, I, yeah. how'd they do that year? Well, uh, like, they didn't win all of it. I have, I have a kind of an older baseball question. When they say you've won the pennant, isn't that a league championship? Correct, yeah. So That's for, something to be proud of. And for the longest time, yeah. there were only the two leagues, right? That was so a you, big deal, winning the pennant. Yeah. Right, you only won the National League pennant or the American League pennant, and then they added the divisions and now the wild card, and so there are multiple. Uh, multiple uh, playoff rounds. But, yeah, if you won the pennant back in the day, it was either you won the American League or you won the National League. You know what? I I agree with you 100% on that. But that that whole – I didn't think of it in those terms. But if you're going to – we didn't win. Right. <laughs> and show your support just like, by wearing the team logo or colors. For example, our boss, Bill, is a huge yeah. Buffalo Bills fan, right? right. He, he loves the Bills. Bill's not going to wear, uh, the Bills made it to the 1993 Super Bowl. What'd they do that year? Well, they lost in the fourth year in a row, right? Like, for, I don't think that you can celebrate as much. Right. It, it's something to be proud of. Yeah. Right. A couple of years ago, the Eagles made it to the playoffs. They ended up winning their division, and they had a really catchy phrase. It was something like, the East is not enough, or something yeah. like that. Apparently and, it was enough. No, well... <laughs> I, I didn't buy it, right? But it was given to me as a gift, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> "You know what you do, Case? You give it to your son. Yeah, yeah. here you go, buddy." But I'm like, uh, I mean, it's it's a great phrase, but you yeah, know, yeah. I got smoked in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, you know, thanks for the reminder. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, that's why you always print another one that says "down without a fight." Yeah. 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 Mm. So don't buy anything until they win it all. No, you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to. Yeah, like right. I, it's just not something that I'm that I'm into. And, and my wife, when all this stuff came out and it said World Series, I'm like, that's great. I'm like, I don't want it. You know, she's like, you don't want that. I'm like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Like if they win everything, but I will say yeah. that's the that's all they had left was was that stuff stuff yeah. that said World Series. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, like all yeah. of the normal, all of the regular stuff, just Phillies gear that was wiped out. Okay. All right. Uh, other junk drawer stuff. Uh, we got a Halloween yes. coming up Monday. Monday. What's the worst candy for your teeth? Oh, That's a question. I'm going to say, can I guess? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say one of the gummies, like Casey's Nerds Rope, like something with a gummy in it. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, sugar, like caramel-based something? Sugar daddy? Sugar baby? 
Uh, anybody else? I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to answer. Okay. Uh, wrong uh, uh, all you guys. Uh, Taffy, Mary Jane's uh, bars, stuff like that. Essentially, it's what you think it would be. It's stuff yeah. that sticks to your teeth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, like uh, a tootsie roll. Right is going to just get right. in the cracks and between just, there. And just sit there, and a lot of times it'll you won't realize that you have a temporary filling made out of tootsie roll. But according <laughs> to the LaSalle University School of Nursing and Health Sciences, uh, most children a short term surge in candy consumption is no reason to worry. Uh, so yes, it can be you know sugar can contribute to a variety of health consequences, but essentially they're saying let the kids have Halloween. Now. Yes, and have it absolutely, especially you know having been denied a couple of years. Uh, I, my question is here, Preston. So you have the game, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming if we're going to see because I always prep because you know we I, I do it at my house. I, I get a lot of trick or treaters, <laughs> but I'm anticipating an earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, game starts at eight. Yeah, right. uh, it gets dark by six. Yeah. Um, you're good to go. Yeah. I, I think that uh, people will be wrapping up, for the most part, by 8 o'clock. We're going to be ready at the front door by, we'll probably start getting yeah. s- get stuff ready about 5, yeah. you know? Is daylight savings late this year? It it's used it, Next oh, weekend. Yeah, it used to always be before Supply Halloween. chain. Right? <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> but it was always before Halloween? Uh, it used to be, and then they, they moved it later, and then they moved the other one earlier. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's next weekend that we lose the hour. Is this the year that we do away with Thursday? Uh, no, we're going to keep Thursday okay. for the foreseeable future. Uh, but by the way, real quick, uh, concerning chocolate, dark chocolate is less harmful to your teeth than milk chocolate uh, as it contains less sugar. Right. More cocoa. Yeah. Is there going to be trick-or-treating uh, tomorrow night? Uh, are there going to be like parties and stuff on Saturday? Listen, that, 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 in, in some neighborhoods, yeah. that was, uh, remember, we were having discussions pre-pandemic about um, uh, the... Changing it to the last like, Saturday yeah, in right. October. Yeah. I did hear, though, that, that like, uh, it, there, there was the same talk over again. Like, we should do this, we should do this, but right. nobody's actually happens. done it. Yeah, no, South Philly does it, apparently. Uh, the Saturday before Halloween, they do... Only if we're in the World Series. Well, we're... we're um, Wait, you mean the Saturday... Saturday, Before, yeah, because uh, yeah, where um, uh, Nick Murphy lives in somewhere in South Philly, like their neighborhood, they they trick or treat the Saturday before okay. Halloween, and then they don't trick or treat on Halloween. I don't think that's such a bad idea, but no. we, some people a great are idea. particular. I loved, uh, yeah. I mean, whatever allows you, you know, if you didn't have to go to school the next day, it's that'd be kind of cool. Uh, and uh, just seeing those, ki- seeing the kids, mm-hmm. you know, just have a blast. And the parents getting tanked with their coolers. And yeah. around. It's so much fun, right? Yeah. I was recounting the story last night when I was dressed as Superman walking through my neighborhood and, <laughs> and dropped, dropped the bo- a bottle and it just exploded <laughs> in the middle of the road. And I'm like, what do I do? What am I going to do? If I got a super rack, I put it back together. There's broken glass everywhere. Kids are going to be walking through this. I'm at the other end of the neighborhood. I don't, what do I do? Yep. What did I do? What did I do? I turned around and told the kids, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Walk around this broken bottle of alcohol. Dude, I was hammered, too. Were you? Yeah, it wasn't just... It wasn't just accidentally <laughs> dropping the bottle. Did was, you come home with the wrong kids? I was drunk. Yeah. That was a low moment. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, you were Superman. I was Superman. Yeah. Drunk, I, drunk Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? I'm drunk <laughs> Superman. I was, I, I'm drunk Superman. I come from Krypton. Yeah. <laughs> when I rub my eyes, I accidentally burn people up. <laughs> Because they got laser vision. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, slow, can you slow this down? I can't. No, you well, can't. Look, okay. If I had it on the box, bro, I would be able to do it. <laughs> that would have been but good. You'll be drunk Superman. Yeah. Moderately faster than the speeding locomotive. Drunker than the other people. Take an elevator up and then jump off the building. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Ready? Yeah. Uh, It slowed down. Oh, yeah, it's you would have to start at, at normal rate yeah. and then slow it down for it. So goofy. Yeah, I could slow it down and pitch it down. That might that work. That's yeah. too much work. Ah, hell. I don't oh, know. Ah, hell. All right, we're going to move on. I can oh, do God. my 12 steps faster than a speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> I get my 12 steps done in two. All right, uh, this is. I found Sorry it. About that. There it is. I found it. Uh, this <laughs> I found it. I found it. This is pretty awesome. I saw the video of this this morning. Robotic engineers have unveiled what they claim are the world's fastest shoes. Yes! Footwear (laughs) designed with eight wheels that increase walking speed by 250%. Wait, what? So I'm a a fast walker by nature. Uh Uh, You are. I don't like walking with you. (laughs) It's hard, man. Because you don't wait up for everybody else. I keep going. Uh, That's New York. That's that's my entire family from New York. You walk down the street with them, they're 16 (laughs) steps ahead of you. Um, But these look very cool, Preston. They look awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so they have wheels on them? Yes. But the thing is, it's it's not like, you know, Heelys yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. These have a, um, they have like a, a an AI in it that will, um, that will learn from your gait. Uh, right. So they're called moonwalkers. Do you know what I, th- what it, it, it I seems to be pressed like on a people mover uh, in an airport, yeah. but you yep. have them on your feet. Yep. So you, uh, you strap these around your shoes and they <laughs> propel you forward using tiny electric motors that power weight wheels mimicking that of roller skates. All right. Uh, the shoes are the brainchild of a team of robotics engineers at Shift Robotics. Uh, which thought of the idea when the founder started walking to work and realized powered shoes would dramatically cut his commute time by more than half. This is because it increases walking speeds from the average uh, 33 miles an hour to 7 miles per hour. We're watching so a video. Yeah, we're watching a video where they just keep going up the steps. You really can't get an idea of what they're or what yeah. they're doing. But like on an open street, you yeah. can tell that the person is booking. You can. I, I, there's another video over here where the dude's like walking around the corner. It literally looks like he's like... He's like, yeah, let's go, baby. <laughs> so this, uh, the the team uh, markets the tech, which retails for fourteen hundred dollars. By the way, uh, for the, listen, there are people that pay more for Jordans and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, for those who have the need for speed and see moonwalkers as a future walking, a Kickstarter running. Uh, for its Moonwalkers uh, has raised a goal. It's looking to raise a goal of ninety thousand. It's already uh, generated over eighty-two thousand uh, dollars. The secret sauce in the shoes is. The unique machine learning algorithms that adapt to the user's gait, which Shift Robotics states uh, makes them an extension of people's legs. Uh, so it's not AI. I said it's AI. It's not artificial intelligence. It's uh, it's just they're smart shoes, essentially. Yeah. They learn from what you do. My shoes are smart. Uh, the idea came when founder uh, Junji Zhang was riding a scooter to work, almost hit by a car, and he said, I started asking myself why I never walked the 30 minutes. He said, not only is it a safe commute, but it's also part of who we are. So I started a mission to enhance walking instead of replacing it. Uh, from there, he used his experience as a jet engine propulsion engineer and spent the last four years trying to find a way to increase the speed of walking, relying on the body's own engineering. 
Uh, so he and the team, who uh, the engineers once worked at Carnegie Mellon, developed the custom-built motor controller, precision gearbox, and efficient battery pack that were all shrunk down to a smaller size and intricately placed to make the shoes. It is... Um I could see. Well, it's, it's obviously it's going to be cost prohibitive for a lot of people. Yeah, but um, I do for like a while. I do like the idea of you know you're still walking. You have more control than you would on a scooter. I think, mm-hmm. and, and and especially in an urban setting, uh, it, it does give you the impression though as if you're gliding mm-hmm. <laughs> on the so, pavement. Uh, you get uh, the battery cells charge in an hour and a half, and uh, you can get over six miles of range. It's pretty good. I mean, for now, and that's only going to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder what this will do, Kathy, to your dance classes. (laughs) So it says here, uh, moonwalkers start in lock mode, where our electronic brake fully locks the wheels, to enter shift mode, Uh. where you walk at the speed of a run, lift your right heel in the air, and rotate it clockwise toward your left leg while keeping your toe on the ground. And uh, apparently, that's, that's what they call ball in the jack. That's what. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I forgot about that song. Uh, and that's what uh, puts it into essentially the, the moving yes. mode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, I'm all about this. This would be great. I yeah. would like to try it. I mean, yeah. Especially if I had to walk a lot. Like, this would be great yeah. for when I was in college walking. The, I don't know why I didn't ride a bike as much. And, like, it's to me, it makes way too much sense to have a bike on campus to make right. it to and from class. I want, and I don't know, I haven't been on a college campus during class. I don't like. Do people use scooters a lot? I don't know. I, I just assume that that would be the way to get around. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I would, if I were, you know, a student on campus, I would totally have one of these. You know, I had a, I had a job case one time where I uh, this I was like early twenties and I didn't own a car. I was living down in Virginia, and so I had to ride my bike to and from work, which on nice days was lovely. Yeah, and on crappy days was just <laughs> terrible. Right, and, and like you know, I remember the days where it was like raining and gross, and I still had to go to work those days, and it was just like God, this is a pain. I wish I had a car. Yeah, I wonder like taking something like this out, you know, on, on a trail on a well paved. Yeah, right. Trail. You know, that'd be a lot of fun. Like yep. if you're going up and down the, along the Schuylkill River or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Or if you live in San yeah. Francisco. Oh yeah. You got a little extra boost going up a hill. Yeah. Well, I wonder if this is like, like the electric bikes, right? So if you've ever ridden an electric bike, it's not what it appears to be. You actually are still pedaling and you're still working. It just kind of gives you an a assist. Boost. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, like I, I was always anti-electric bike. And then I rode one. I was like, oh, no, you're actually still pedaling. And you're still, you know, it's not a moped. It's yeah. not like it's doing all the work. You wouldn't ride one, though, on your on your, your tours. And no, stuff like no, 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 no. That defeats the purpose of what I'm trying to do. But, yeah. like, you know, if I get older, you know, and I still want to, like, exercise. But, I, you know, I mean, it, it, they do. You, you are doing all the work. What's the brand of scooter not that you brought to uh, the blood drive? So those are Segway scooters. Yeah, those really, are great. They're fun. They yeah. are. Yep. And I'm going to bring them to the camp out. All right. Yay! Uh, we'll have three of them at the camp out. And are we going to have a golf cart? We're going to have a golf cart at the camp. Yay! Provided by our friend Leanne Curtis. Wow. Yeah. All right. Let's find something else in the junk drawer. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is exclusively for Kathy. Ooh. Okay. All right. If you're feeling down, mm-hmm. scientists say you should try bird watching. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> dear God. Kathy, that sounds great. You've been talking about birds. <laughs> Data collected from an app called Urban Mind collected uh, on people worldwide and found seeing or hearing birds is linked to improved mental well-being. Uh, participants were asked three times a day <laughs> if they could see or hear birds followed by questions regarding their mental state. And according to uh, Ryan Hammond of King's College London, 
said there is a growing evidence on the mental health benefits of being around nature, and we uh, intuitively think that the presence of birdsong and birds would help lift our mood. <laughs> I do like to hear the uh, if, a, if a bird is having a good old time yeah. and just twi- twittering away, I will sit and just kind of listen. I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> hey, and don't feel good. And, and listen to the bird song. It's pretty, some of them are really, really pretty. It, it is, yes. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I love that sound of nature. I love the sound of uh, wind around this time rustling through the leaves mm-hmm. and all of that. that. That to me is a very, uh, you. I, I don't know if you describe it as ASMR. Uh, but it, it does work that way for me. Hey, Press, speaking of which, uh, I had never heard of green noise before. I know you listen to, like, white noise and stuff like that. And uh, Have Pain you ever noise, heard of yeah. green noise? Mm, no. Okay, so, yeah. Something Sounds like sh- Brussels sprouts. Yeah, it's, it, no, it showed up on my uh, my Instagram uh, feed, and it's an app that you can download, and it, it, apparently it's way better than white noise. And really? All that. Yeah. Huh. I assume it's just a uh, uh, an array of, of certain frequencies, because that's what white noise is and pink noise, the- and there's a difference... On, it's the Al Green songbook, Preston. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> uh, there's a difference on the... Because uh, uh, we used to have... When I was in a band, we would have this thing that was called a room analyzer, and then we would play pink noise, and it would analyze uh, oh. what you know how you want to tune your uh, um, equalizer for okay. optimum uh, setting. The example that I had heard on the app was uh, it basically sounded like an, uh, like an ocean, but there was no ebb uh, or... F- it was right. just flow. Straight, yeah. Yeah, so it seemed like... That to me would be like white noise. Yeah, but the sound was more organic than a white noise, okay. it seemed like. Okay. Yeah. I'll try out... Yeah. I'll try green I just, noise I know sometime. you like that stuff. And it said it was specifically for people with tinnitus. Okay. All right. Well, I'm game. I'll definitely have to listen up. Uh, bird watching, by the way, it says could not only be beneficial for those without mental health conditions, but also have a positive impact on those with depression or cold hard bitches. <laughs> wow! Listen, yeah. are they pretty colors? If they are, I'll watch them. All right. Uh, let me see what else we got here. You just don't like the brown ones. Yeah, they're so ugly and boring. All right, when carving a pumpkin, um, try removing uh, the bottom first. Yeah. Uh, There's a woman that revealed this hack. So carve a hole from the bottom instead. The woman known on TikTok as Brunch with Babs says... Babs, I've been doing this for years. Have you? Yes. Okay. Like, instead of cutting the top where the 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 stem is. You calling Babs a whore? No, no, no. (laughs) But you cut the bottom, and it's easier, too, because if you want to put, you know, a candle or something in it, you just put the pumpkin right over it. There you go. And and, and also, you can carry it around easier by grabbing it uh, from the stem. Wait a second. Okay, so... um, Except you're not supposed to carry pumpkins that way. Really? Yeah, you're not supposed to carry them by the stem. Uh, by the way, this is a great year. I was at Marymead, and they told me all the pumpkins had world-class stems. It's a great year for stems. And, and so I'm like, <laughs> these are some thick-ass stems. And uh, <laughs> and, and so I got some, oh, yeah. And I got uh, uh, perfect uh, carving pumpkins. We're doing it um, tomorrow. So I'm oh. going to do this method then. Well, then um, just, just carve out the bottom, the you're bottom. saying, and empty things out that yes. way. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. So the stem doesn't always support the weight of the pumpkin. Oh. And it'll break off. It can break off. Um, okay. Press, does it indicate in there the does she, because there's a way to get the pumpkin stuffing uh, guts out? Does it have that in there at she all? She says, use your big buck teeth. No, she uses a blender. Yes. Like I, a hand a blender. Hand a blender. mixer. A hand mixer, yeah. I'm going to try uh-huh. that. Yeah. She you used it in this video. That's a great idea. Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah. You do all um, that, and then you can scoop it all out. That is yeah. a pain in the ass. I, mm-hmm. yeah. I despise it. I'm not a fan of that. To be honest, that's a lot of times, some years, uh, I'm a big fan of the big pumpkins, but a lot of times I go, oh, I don't want to clean out I all know. that crap. I know. It's tough to do. And you get down there, and it gets all over your... 
How easy is it? Your elbow and stuff. And uh. I, I don't like pumpkin. Like I don't. I don't like pumpkin seeds. I don't like anything pumpkin flavored. Oh, really? Slimy, man. I, yeah. So for me, this isn't so great. You don't like pumpkin flavor? No. You don't you, like pumpkin pie? No. You, you like. Do you like the spice lattes and no. things like that? Oh, I didn't know that. No, no. <laughs> but no pumpkin seeds, even like the... Uh... No, no. Wow. Even after they're cooked, like, all you know. Nose. All no, all no, it's all no, no. If it's pumpkin. You don't no. like when like... a southern gentleman calls you pumpkin? It sounds like a Christmas story. <laughs> no pumpkin seeds, no pumpkin pie, no, no. pumpkin spice latte. All gone, oh, gone, gone. But meanwhile, well, she's wearing Kathy's a pumpkin shirt. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You yeah, have a I will shirt. wear a pumpkin shirt, of course, but I'm not going to eat my shirt, Case. Okay, hang on. I got one for you. my shirt. Pumpkin... Reese's peanut butter cups. No, 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 no. Just in the shape of a. Oh yes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, have you guys done this, Kathy? You've done the, the hand blender. Uh, I have not done the hand blender. I've just cut um, on the bottom instead of the top. I will try the hand blender, and I also I like the idea of the cookie cutters going into the the pumpkin, and instead of you know using the little you know flimsy knife, knife. that it comes yeah, with, yeah. it's just that it, it's kind of creating a little bit of a boring uh, jack o' lantern. By the way, if Kathy was my girlfriend, I'd call her pumpkin. Oh. Hey, pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, do um, your Manthe voice with that. That's a, hold on, yeah, I yeah jerk off. Yeah. Pumpkin. Put my pumpkin right up your ass. Um, I I actually uh, last year, the year before, I did the actual carving. I, I post if you want to pull up my um, the Instagram page or whatever the, of the. Um, I carved a face into the pumpkin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it was awesome. And it's fun. The one problem is is that when you're doing it that way, if you pierce the the pumpkin, you know, you're cutting, like, artwork into the side and making it shallow so the light comes through. You're talking about, like, shaving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like sculpting a face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, it's fun, but it's also... I like the I like the old carved into it, you know, cut a classic hole. cut cut, cut the holes. damn hole. We always do like a you know with the kids in the neighborhood or whatever. We'll go you know have a little like carving party, but it ends up all of the parents by the end the kids are gone. They're playing and the parents are trying to carve and finish. Oh their, yeah yeah yeah. Oh. The kid couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Let me fa- oh God, I got to finish this thing. Oh, that's cool, Steve. Yes. Well, yeah. So we used to have a um, we used to have pumpkin carving parties. We'd have Claire and uh, friends come over and. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it this year. And <laughs> oh, they, oh, yeah, they're, oh, they can't make it either. And they realize no one likes our pumpkin carving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. seriously? It seems yeah, yeah. fun. And then you're like, this is work. This yeah. sucks. Like, I don't feel yeah. like working on this right now. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. Our friend, uh, Cast Iron Kyle, uh, who sells these amazing cast iron oh, uh, skillets. They're amazing. And is an Uber fan of the show, is on the line. He's got a tip for us. Hey, Kyle, how you doing, man? Hey, guys, real quick, I got the best way to separate seeds from the pumpkin guts. Okay, please tell. Um, hang on, I'm moving some pipes here. Uh, you take a mixer and take one of the batters, off, the beaters off the cake mixer. Yes. And let all the pumpkin guts float in, in a sink of, like, lukewarm water. Like, let it all soak for a little bit. It softens everything up, run that cake mixer through there. And it pulls all the pulp off of there. So so you, you, you run some warm water. You fill the cavity with some warm water and let it sit for a little bit? Yep, let it sit. Take one of the beaters okay. off your cake mixer. Yeah. And, you know, beat, beat it real good and get the get your get your seeds out of there. Kyle, at any point, uh, do you have to stand up? Because I'm out. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, seems like too yeah. much work. No, I know. I, I, they, I'm no, not a massive soaking. pumpkin seed soaking, fan. Right? Yeah, you know, you're just soaking. Are you a massive pumpkin seed fan? I, um, yeah, roasted yeah, pumpkin yeah, seeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, Kyle, good tip, man. We appreciate it, bud. All right, later, guys. It's back to work. All right, back see you later. Work. We'll see you later. 
By the way, Kyle has a great Instagram uh, account, and I know it. You know the the sound of uh, just frying pans. Yeah, like yeah, what's yeah. into he does really fun, interesting, he does entertaining oh, awesome. videos. Uh, so if you get a chance, check out uh, Cast Iron Kyle. All right, um, I'm assuming we probably need to wrap up. There one more. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. All right. Uh, oh man, what do I need? All right, I'll do one more quickie. Uh, Philadelphia announced Christmas Village is coming back to Love Park. Oh. And City Hall as one of the most City Hall is one of the most recognized and award winning German Christmas markets in America. It's fun. I like it. Yeah, uh, yeah it is pretty damn cool. Do they ha- are they bringing back that uh, cheese thing? Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> There's going to be all kinds of vendors. So yeah, I would, they would have to. Gotcha. I would imagine. That's great. They yeah, when they from shave. Wisconsin, can yeah, you yeah, tell yeah. them? I'm, like, I'm interested in that next. Cheese. <laughs> no. I've never. I've heard nothing but raves about it. And I never so got good. a chance to oh try god, it. The way that they melt in front of your face. All right. So Marissa's uh, telling me it's not as authentic. It was these guys who would come from Wisconsin. They parked, you know, here for or a little while. And, uh, well, they, they fooled me. because I, I No, no, no. They, they were legit. And now Marissa's saying. Yeah, they didn't come back. We're doing it. Like, they were like, oh, well, we could just make all the money on this. We, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I think they purchased, like, the machines themselves. It's mm. called Rackalack? Rackalette, I think. Okay. Rock-a-lack, Give a joke yeah. a bone. And, like well, hang and on. Mustard and- so, so is it not as good? I haven't had it yet. I'm oh, sure it could, it could be spectacular. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's okay. delicious. What's, uh, it's you were kind of gonna... pooping on it there, Case. Yeah, no, no. on that. No, I'm not pooping on it. It's just that, like, all right, so if the cheese is coming from Wisconsin, it's still the same product. It's just not the guys that were, like, from Wisconsin that came over the here. whack a guys. It wasn't authentic. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, no. It's I still... eat French fries, and I'm sure the guys aren't French that are making them. Well, I, I will say what's authentic, Casey, is... Uh, on top of this, also in Dilworth Park, they have all Philadelphia vendors. Ooh, this looks good. And We're looking cool. at a video here yeah. of the... Um, Rocklet. Yeah. That's so good. Oh, my God. Look You've at that. You've had it, Nick? Yeah, I have, yeah. Okay. It's like a French, uh, a Swiss-French dish, and... Uh, man, and it helps you to lose weight, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. It's very good for you. Yeah. Um, but, like, when they put it, like, on a fresh baguette, and then you... Oh. Uh, 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 they put the pickles uh, on there. They need to put my pickles on there. Yeah, they should. Fish Town Pickle Project. Oh. You should get those and put them on there now. We what? had Beyond Burgers. Uh, Claire made them, and we used your pickles. <gasps> very oh, good, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I got a video from Fish Town Pickle Project. You should see all the, the boxes of pickles they've had to... They've had to step up production really? big time. Yeah, yeah, big time. And there's, they're having, there's a big bit of a delay getting them out to did people. They, did they not quite I don't think they knew what they were getting into. Okay. Uh, but God bless them. They're fantastic. All right, so anyway, going back to the Christmas Village. Uh, so atta- attractions this year include a double-decker Christmas Village carousel. Love it. Ferris wheel and kids train. That's awesome. Uh, High-quality international and local gifts and decorations. And uh, you can get things like a warm- glass of warm mulled wine. Mm. Not a fan. <laughs> no. And a variety of spiked beverages. I am a fan. Uh, <laughs> featuring boardroom spirits. Fan of them, Excellent. too. Excellent. They're wonderful. Uh, keep an eye out for the return of the German-American weekend, December 3rd and 4th, and other themed weekends, plus wine and spirits uh, tasting events. Uh, are they still going to have the champagne room? Or am I yes. Thinking it was just... <laughs> yes, but there's no sex in the champagne room. I will uh, humbly put Philadelphia's Christmas up against, like, New York City's. I mean, Philly really does do Christmas well. And, and I agree. If you're ever going to, like, take a weekend and spend it in the city, do it around Christmas time. Because there's so much to do and see. It's I, I love Philadelphia around Christmas. It's very charming. It is. Yeah. I went to New York last year, and it was, like, you could you couldn't, you couldn't move. It's not yeah, you couldn't yeah. Yeah, it's move. Too much. So I, all the years of my life, you know, going up, going down to the tree and all that stuff and everything, and 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 it's it's completely 
beyond being able to be enjoyed because yes. it's so sardine packed. It's yeah. too much. I mean, listen, they had like the um, what's the toy store? Um, Fao Schwartz. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they had like they had it down pat. They got you in and out and you know filtered through, but it was a mad scene. All right, listen, we got to wrap up the junk drawer because uh, Loot's coming to a close, and we only have two more shots on our show this morning, and then that's it. And then Pierre gives you a couple of shots at it, and then one at five o'clock. So get ready for that. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to the keyword, and hopefully you'll get. Money. Bizarre Pal coming up, too. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A couple of things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the Froggy song in a second, get us ready for Friday. But I have to mention this. Uh, we have great interns. Yeah. Uh, this this crew of interns that we yeah. have, we're just we're getting back into having full time interns regularly here. Yes, uh, we got a great crew. They're a lot of fun. Absolutely, and I want to thank Gina and Eric <laughs> today because we're on the we're on the cusp of Halloween, and they dressed up today as. The connoisseur and the noticer. Yeah. Uh-huh. How, how sweet is that? Perfect. Yeah, I, I walked out this morning and I said, "How nice, nice chef's hat." And uh, and then uh, finally, it was Gina who said, "You know, see where we are." I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah." <laughs> so Gina has on the mask. Yeah, and she's got a magnifying glass. Yeah. <laughs> a little uh, little name tag that says, "Hi, I'm the noticer." <laughs> and then Eric has one of those gigantic. Yeah. Chef hats. Yeah. I forgot what you call those things. I guess it's a chef hat. Yeah. Uh, and he's got his little bell, yes. uh, too. And, uh, and and so thank you guys. That, was, that just made me smile. Made all of us smile. Very you're, you're now legitimately a Halloween a costume. Halloween yeah. costume. Oh, my God. That's great. I love it. All right. And then the other thing is, real quick before we do the B-File, uh, insomnia cookies are here. Oh, my God. And I decided to have a cookie. Okay. I was not going to have a cookie. <laughs> I was going to be good. Have a uh, brownie. <laughs> but I was having a banana, and as I went out there and I looked at the variety of flavors, I saw oatmeal raisin. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wait a minute. <laughs> Sometimes I'll put bananas in my oatmeal yeah, and so even throw have... in some raisins. So you had oatmeal. It's the same thing. It yeah, was right? almost yeah. a doctor's order. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I had ban- I ate, I ate, I'd eat a bite of banana, and then I'd eat a <laughs> bite of cookie. I had one, one drink, one water, Kathy. You want to know why? Yeah. yeah. Comes out the same way in your poop. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, was, it was healthy. It's healthy. Oh, it's fantastic. Listen, that's the big secret is that any chocolate chip cookie and brownie is incredibly good for you. Yeah. yeah. It's just healthy. wonderfully good for it's you. Good. Uh, they brought the glam pie. <coughs> oh, no. It was a cookie? Oh, no. The cookie's going to kill him. It was a crumb. Oh. All right. Anyway, uh, they have a free uh, cookie promo going on for Halloween. Uh, so if you come by uh, between now and Halloween to any uh, Insomnia bakery uh, dressed in costume, you get a free classic cookie, no purchase necessary. They're giving away free cookies. Chances are over the weekend you're going to be doing something Halloween-based. Yeah. Right. Just make sure you stop off at Insomnia. Yep. Yeah, and what are their... I mean, they're open late, right? Oh, yes. that's the whole premise. Yeah, it's like two, three, four o'clock in the morning or something okay. ridiculous I, like we, that. Yeah, we've um, we've used that late night, uh, uh, those late night hours many times. 
They have the uh, the Glampire loaded brownies, uh, the limited time Halloween double trouble, and uh, the Glampire big dipper packs as well. Uh, I have twenty five dollar gift card. Call number seven. Excellent. Uh, we'll set you up two one five two six three WMMR. Um, yes, Casey. I just wanted to mention. Uh, speaking of Halloween costumes, that uh, it was Marissa's idea to do. There's this trend on on Instagram with the uh, the spirit Halloween costumes yeah, it's where great. people are doing uh, you know made up Halloween costumes. And so Marissa had this great idea, and she did one with Steve and and you, Preston, myself, and Nick and Kathy. She didn't do one for herself. Oh. Oh. There needs to be a Marissa costume. There has, has to be dinner on yeah. Blanc kit. <gasps> oh. Yes. Right? Yes. White dress, white tablecloth. Yeah, Old that's deal. perfect. I can't believe she left herself out of it. Well, well this was great too. They were really good. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and Kyle did those, by the way. He did yeah. great graphics so, on awesome. them. Thank you, Kyle. Matt. Look, at, look at the team we have. They're far more talented than we are. Yeah. That's why we okay. have them. Yeah. Absolutely. We just oh, stood Nick. for the picture. <laughs> Nick is sensitive ponytail man. I love that's it. his, content, his costume. I love what it includes. Uh, what does it include? We've got tonight cassette tape. Oh. <laughs> That's the best. Thank you for doing that, guys. All right. It is indeed Friday. Let's ring it in in official fashion right now. Please turn your radio off nice and loud. begin with this messed up story. The video blew me away. Steve and I were watching it this morning. An Arkansas motorcyclist who was carrying a backpack with gasoline in it was surrounded by a fireball after a state trooper used a taser on him during a foot pursuit. This cop didn't know this guy had Had gasoline on him. Right. Uh, The trooper tried to initiate a traffic stop of Christopher Gaylor, who was driving his motorcycle at approximately 1 a.m. with no license plate visible. Uh, He is accused of refusing to comply and speeding up to nearly 100 miles an hour. He also allegedly ignored multiple stop signs and traffic lights. Eventually, Gaylor got off his motorcycle and attempted to flee before another state trooper deployed a taser. And I mean... The dude explodes. Like a flare cap. Oh. It's crazy. He had approximately a gallon of gasoline in his backpack. And then it's like uh, from a uh, a movie where a stuntman yeah, would be yeah. walking around on fire. Oh, no. It's crazy. Did he, did Law enforcement die? officers can be, no, uh, oh. can be heard uh, telling Gaylor to get on the ground before flames can be seen. And you hear uh, the police yelling, he's on fire. Law enforcement officials, they, they ran to the car and they got a fire extinguisher. Yeah, yeah. And they put the guy out. And they transported him to uh, by ambulance for medical care. Uh, he remained hospitalized on Thursday. Officials said he's expected to recuperate in their statement, but declined to provide additional information on his condition. I can't believe he's not hurt. Well, yeah, the the <clears throat> ball of flame that he was, I find that very hard to believe. But um, you're driving with a gallon of gasoline on your backpack. Why? I, I have no idea why right. somebody yeah. would be doing that. So uh, Gaylor faces felony fleeing and other charges as well. Uh, This is a pretty cool story. The Colorado 8-year-old 
who set out this week to become the youngest person to climb El Capitan wow. at Yosemite National Park is over halfway to reaching the okay. summit now. His father and climbing companion said this. <clears throat> Sam Adventure Baker, that's his actual name, uh, has... Adventure's my middle name. And his father, Joe Baker, uh, started their trek on Tuesday, and the journey is expected to last four days. They plan to camp one night at the top of El Capitan and then hike down eight miles on the fifth day. Joe said the climbing experience has already been life-changing for both he and his son. He wrote on Facebook, We just crawled into our sacks on our port ledge Sam is out like a light. Uh, lots of fun still to go. We go another big day tomorrow to get to our next hanging camp. Uh, Sam showed so much courage today. I was blown away at his resilience and stamina into the night. We have already crossed the halfway point. Up we go. Do you think you could do one of those hanging off a cliffside? God. Beds, cots that they I, have, whatever the hell they are? I think it'd be a cool experience. Absolutely. But no. No, mm-hmm. you, you do it on your Oculus, Preston. Yeah, That's you how you do yeah. it. And that'd be scary yeah, enough. Yeah. So Joe said the climbing experience has already been life-changing. Uh, El Capitan sits more than 3,000 feet above the valley floor. Uh, that's two and a half times as tall as the Empire State Building, just for perspective. Uh, Ann Baker, Sam's mother, said Sam grew up in a climbing family, and she has always been 100% supportive of uh, Sam's climbing adventures. Ann and Joe fell in love with rock climbing, and Sam was in a harness before he could walk, she said. Uh, they had been, He is, by the way, the kid's been training to take on El Capitan every day for the last 18 months, his father said. Uh, the father-son duo are climbing in a four-person team which involves one person climbing ahead of the others and setting the ropes for the others to follow. Nick, wow. I know that your girlfriend is a big rock climber. Is she still doing that? Or? Yeah, we okay. haven't for a while. But we, we climbed in um, Joshua Tree one year. And uh, Steve, you know, just talking about, like, doing El Cap, which is as yeah, well as yeah. just described. We did, like, a 100-foot climb, right? And about <laughs> halfway up, I was like, this is awful, man. <laughs> yeah, right? I just, I just want to get down. And then you get to the top, and you have these amazing views, and it's all worth it. But uh, even little climbs like that when you're outdoors... To me, they're kind of terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the second you get up, and that's the big thing, is is fighting that fear of panic. That panic. Yeah. You know, don't look down. Don't look around. Just keep going. Yeah. A 20-foot ladder. Yeah. I, I get nervous. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got nervous watching Free Solo, the movie. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's long been said that the Brazilian butt lift is a surgical procedure that comes with many risks, but no one would suspect that they'd be in danger of having their kidney stolen in wow. pursuit of a curvier physique. A life coach by the name of Anita took to her YouTube channel to share a cautionary tale of a friend who traveled to the Dominican Republic for plastic surgery but ended up getting more than she bargained for. According to Anita, her friend became uh, a victim of the cheap Brazilian buttless nightmare after going to a doctor that she found on Instagram. Uh, That's where you find all your best medical care. According to Anita, her friend went through with the surgery, which included lipo and a tummy tuck for $3,500. However, when she returned to the U.S. for a post-op physical... Right. She complained of headaches and body aches, and after visiting a doctor, she was informed that blood results showed that her kidney count was low. Her doctor then ordered a CAT scan, revealing that Anita's friend was missing a kidney. Can you imagine that? <clears throat> she said, so down in the... the re- How did her ass look? Oh, fabulous. Yeah, fabulous. Down in the Dominican, well this, worth it. this botch organ-selling doctor took one of her kidneys, and she thought she was getting the steal of her life. Anita goes on to accuse the Dominican plastic surgeon of selling her friend's kidney on the black market. Isn't it sort of implied when you go in for any cosmetics procedure that they can sell off your organs? Maybe that's part of the waiver you said. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't read the fine Yeah, don't part. read that. I hereby acknowledge. According to Anita, her friend has been uh, trying to reach the surgeon to no avail. The doctor has mysteriously disappeared. And the woman on Instagram who referred to her as allegedly fake uh, or referred her to him. 
And uh, her friend is, uh, luckily her friend is still alive and uh, has been able to get the help that she needs. But she is now missing a kidney. That's crazy. Uh, this is crazy, too. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> a woman, cookie. It must be. <laughs> a woman whose arms were amputated after she was attacked by three dogs was arrested on Tuesday afternoon and charged with trafficking methamphetamine. I remember this story. Kayleen Waltman's arrest came during a traffic stop. Uh, they also arrested uh, Jeffrey Wayne Bond, a passenger in the vehicle. Graham said that uh, he told deputies that he had methamphetamine in his pocket. Deputies searched the vehicle and found a purse that belonged to Waltman with 8.3 grams of meth inside. <clears throat> when she was told that she would be arrested, she let officers know that she had two other bags of meth in her pocket as well. Here's someone who overcomes a tragic situation yeah. and Finds a career, and they're going to crap all over. Uh, by the way, Waldman was attacked by three dogs as she walked down a rural road in March, and she wow. has had more than a dozen surgeries and was released from the hospital in April. Uh, she was bitten all over her body by two pit bulls and a mixed breed. A neighbor had uh, scared the dogs away by firing a pistol. Justin Miner, who lives on the road where the attack took place, was arrested and charged with three counts of owning a dangerous animal that attacked and injured a human. The dogs that attacked Waltman uh, were euthanized. But... I don't care if I don't have arms. I'm going to deal meth. But now she's from touchstone pictures. Yeah, <laughs> the feel-good hunt. Disarming meth dealer. Oh my god! All right. So anyhow, that is what I have in the bizarre <laughs> file for you. Now uh, we need to take a break. Yeah. You need something, bud? No, 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 okay. no. I was going to say do the uh, the loot, but it's it's, it's too late. It's too late. Yep, we already we already got past that. But we have another chance. If you don't win this time around, we do it again at 10 a.m. Today's the last day for MMR's You Who Loot. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment or two. A little bit later on, we're going to have comedian Akash Singh in the studio. And we got more uh, insomnia cookies, goodies to give away. Word of the week prize, all that stuff. We'll be back in a moment. Wait, what's he? Where was that place, Preston and Steve said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, Don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. That is until the internet breaks and we've got bigger problems. So, I want to share something with you. Yes. I'm the sharer. The sharer. Oh, oh, I don't have music for that, Preston. No, it's okay. They say we're young and we don't know. He's a little sunny and share. So, uh, I mentioned yesterday during celebrity birthdays that uh, it was my wife's birthday yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rochelle, big birthday, milestone birthday. She turns 50 years old. That is a big one. Yep. And uh, so, when I turned 50, we had uh, had a big party. I held... I was part of the organism. Like, right. yeah, I'd like to have a party. She asked what I wanted to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we heard some live music. We even had Pat House even came out and did a little comedy. Yes. Yeah. Did a comedy set, which is wonderful. And we rented out this fantastic uh, place in um, uh, Skipback uh, called uh, Park Bistro. I was there. It was great. It was wonderful. Yeah. We had a great time. And so leading up to Rochelle's 50th, I'm like, would you like to have a party? Would you like to have a big, you know, yeah. thing like we did? She's like, no, nah, I don't think so. And this and that. And I'm like, okay. But we can't just yeah. You're right. We can't just glance over. You've got to honor what she's asked for, but you but you have to do something. Yeah, the fiftieth birthday. So I decided. I and and listen, I'm not really good at buying birthday gifts and things like this. I'm just not good at it. I've never have been uh, like Casey. Casey thinks of really yeah. thoughtful. Awesome gifts for people. I'm just not that way. I'm not. I got wired your topsoil. Yeah, you know that'd be me. <laughs> yeah. 
Something like that. Or I get yeah. something. It's like when Homer bought Marge the bowling ball yeah, right. with his name on it. That's me. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay? So I, I was trying. It was a couple of months ago, and that, that was rare of me to think that far in advance, right, right. believe it or not. And I'm like, I need to come up with something. And for some reason, I had a brilliant idea. And But but I was like, this, how could I ever execute this? This is going to be way too much. Uh, but I started thinking about it and realized that I might be able to pull this off. So for some reason, the the term flash mob came into my mind. Right. Like, what a I, feeling. If I could pull off some type of a surprise uh, that would be unexpected and not, hey, all your friends are here. You know, that type of surprise party, something different. Um, so I had an idea. And I followed through on it, and we pulled it off last night. Um, and I had some help with this. So do you want me to tell you the idea? for? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah so, absolutely. So I thought, how cool would it be if we had a... Uh, and I remember seeing videos of flash mobs, you know, and there are different types. There are people that can, you know, start doing dance routines and things like that. I didn't want to do that. But I thought a singing one would be pretty right. cool. And, you know, I'd seen videos of people being in a grocery store and all of a sudden somebody who's, you know, putting carrots in their bag just starts singing. Right, and right. Next, you know, somebody else sings and another person sings. And next thing you know, everybody in the store is singing. Right. If I could pull off something like that, it would be awesome. How the hell do you do that? You have to have rehearsals. You have to do all this. Right. There's no way I'd be able to do it. But then I thought, wait a minute. There's this person in my neighborhood who is the director of a choir. Well, there you go. And so I went to her and I said, do you think we could pull something like this off where we're at a restaurant and uh, at some point in the evening, everybody in the restaurant starts singing in perfect harmony. Right. And so So they they appear to just be casual diners. Yeah, exactly. So so, uh, I went to my my neighbor. Her name is Ann Bureau. She's the director of the Liberty Bells and the North Pensman, who are both uh, vocal groups out of Lansdale. And they tour the country. They tour right. the world. They do. Oh, they they they, wow. they compete. All this stuff. This I've is seen them. Some fly by night. No, this is like you know, right. Dozens of people are in these choirs, and so I I'd, I'd seen them perform before because when Carter was in choir in middle school, uh, they did some things in conjunction where the, the kids would go and sing with the North Pensman, and so I was like, wow, these guys are amazing. These are great, and so I knew that it was a professional outfit. So right, I, went, right, I went right. to Ann. I, we'd never really met before. I just knocked on her door. I'm like, hey, I'm who are you? Yeah, I'm your neighbor. I live up the street. I got this idea. Oh, the DJ. And I thought for sure it would be, you know, eh, I don't think we'd do something like that. She's like, yeah, I think we could pull that off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. So she sent out emails to the to the crew to find out what the interest level was going to be. In the meantime, I'm like, I need a place that I could do this. So uh, fortunately, I know the owner of a restaurant that we love called The Butcher and Barkeep. In Harleysville, All right. right there nearby. His name is Cody uh, Ferdinand. Great guy. And so I got in touch with him, and he's like, I love it. We can do it. No problem. That's very cool. Yeah. Especially yeah. for, you were talking, a Thursday night. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, so what I did is I uh, we were going to have just a, just a handful of friends. It was like a, a dozen of right. us in this uh, party. Uh, and the idea was we show up. And the uh, the restaurant will already have, uh, the choir will be there as if they are just patrons of the restaurant. That's awesome. And at some point, I would give some type of a signal. Right. And then the show would start. Start singing. Uh, yeah. So I just, when I stand up and say start singing, you guys begin. Uh, so, no, the signal was that uh, they have this dish I've told you guys before at Butcher and Barkeep called Sexy Fries. Right. You, you love, love them. them. Yeah. And so uh, I, 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 I said, so what we'll do is 
I tried it because I wanted to do this earlier in the evening rather than late. So if if the choir, if, if those members wanted to go out and right. you know have their evening and sure. hang and do this thing, so instead of having a cake and singing happy birthday, I immediately ordered. Uh, I was going to order sexy fries and have them bring out with it with a candle and one of the right. sexy fries, and we would sing happy birthday to her. And then when we were done, that was going to be the signal, right, 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 for the choir to start. And so, uh, and by the way, leading up to this, I'm like. I'm not great at organizing this stuff, and I'm I'm just for sure I'm going to mess this up. Right, right. The night before, I I, I had a restless sleep because I kept dreaming sexy about fries, sexy, sexy fries! about everything going wrong. All right, and so leading up to this, I'm feeling really nervous. So so we go to Butcher and Barkeep. Right. Uh, we come walking in. First of all, we were lucky to even find a parking spot. Oh, get out! There were. <laughs> Like thirty people in this choir. <laughs> like it started. Anne was like, "Yeah, I think we can get about you know ten or, yeah. 10 or eleven people or something like that." And she got back to me. She's like, "Yeah, I got uh, ten or twelve people that want to do it." And then like a couple weeks later, it's like, "Yeah, I think we're going to be like sixteen now." Yeah. And after I was like, "I think we got twenty five And she's oh like, god. "I think it's going to be closer to forty oh now." God. I'm like, "Oh my what? god!" And I keep getting in touch with uh, with uh, Cody's uh, manager Barb, saying, "Okay, now it's this many people. Now it's this many people." Did you fill up a room? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, We filled up the restaurant. Oh, dude, okay, wow. Uh, for the most part. Yeah. And so, It's anyhow, pretty nice, though. So we come walking in. It's packed. Yeah, and they were going to order dinner yeah, and yeah. stuff, so the restaurant makes money. And yeah. and, uh, and obviously, I paid the choir to yeah. do this. Uh, so I have we. I also asked my friends who were there, I'm like, because everybody was in on it, but Rochelle. I'm like, hey, when we sing Happy Birthday, get out your camera, start filming, because I want to get the, the performance. Right, right, yeah. Uh, vi- videoed, and, and I do have it. I'll eventually edit it and, right. and make it nice and slick, but... In the meantime, I thought you guys would like to hear some of the audio. Yes, I want to hear this. So you'll hear us singing "Happy Birthday." Uh, Marissa left in a little part of that, and then uh, then you'll hear the choir kicking because right. they just all of a sudden stand up from their tables. Do and... they start with "Happy Birthday" or do they start with uh, what do they start? No, with? no, no. We sang "Happy right. Birthday." Me and the and right. the, the guests did. No, did, you'll hear what okay. they sing. So this was uh, how this went. Look what we have here. Oh, everybody! Oh, that's me, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, so we're bringing out sexy fries. Right. Happy birthday to you. The Marissa edits that out. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Table. Yeah. Like we're now surrounded by these people, just singing perfect harmony. She must have been thrilled. Oh, yeah.
through the, yeah. the, the whole, they did the whole song. They ended up doing three songs. Three songs. What yeah. did they do? Awesome. So they did, then, so they, you have the. Chop Suey? No, you have the, the, the women's choirs at Liberty Bells and the men's choirs in North Pensman. So that was the entire group together. Amazing. Uh, and then the ladies came up and they sang a song I wasn't familiar with. And uh, at that point, I put my phone down and right. I started just enjoying it because yeah. I didn't want to film yeah. the whole right, time. Right, right. And then the men came up, the North Pensman, and they did uh, I Need You, I Want You, I Love You. Ah, very nice. You remember Elvis did a, a cover of that song? Yeah, yeah. And so that was super awesome. They were all fantastic. What's that song? Um, I need you, I want you, okay. I love you. Okay. Um, and it, it's an older song. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's a great sentiment. And, uh, and awesome, they man. picked nothing but love songs. And it was just, I, I couldn't believe it was happening. And, like, people were crying. Uh, and and uh, it was just super duper awesome. They that's amazing. And then they did that, too, on a Thursday night again. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you never have to get another present. I, yeah. Yeah, I think good. I'm good. You're, you're good for the rest of my life. You're I, certainly good for Christmas this year. When you hit those milestones, you and, and guys, you know, you step up. You need to because if you drop the ball, uh, it, it's a problem. I, I I did a solid for Claire's fifty. I won't go into the 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 nature of it, but something that really blew her away and caught her off guard. Yeah. You know, it, it makes it. It shows that you put you, you care and you put some thought into it. It doesn't have to be something crazy expensive. It just has to show. Something, a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a text that says, I went to Butcher and Barkeep last night. I was wondering why it was so packed. That's great. <laughs> now I know. Listen, they always do a great, they, they have great food there yeah. and great uh, craft beers and stuff like that. And their cocktails are fantastic. But, uh, yeah, it was absolutely mobbed. And I, when I came first came walking in, I look at the bar, and, you know, I kind of live yeah. out there a little ways. Yeah. I, I saw some people that kind of looked a little <laughs> yokily sitting at the bar. And I can't only imagine them in turn going, what in the hell is going on over there? Yes. The hell are them people doing? Man, sting, he can sting something off a turnstiles, you darn fools. <laughs> uh, but oh, that's amazing. It was great. And your all oh, your kids were there too, right? Yep. Okay, I just want to make sure that. Yep. And oh, and also I want to thank. Uh, I got a cake made from uh, Colleen Kreebel at uh, Kreebel's Custom Bakery. Oh man, she that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like really those good. cakes. That would did have been your favorite part. <laughs> I did not. I did not bring it. It was filled with chocolate ganache. What the hell? I love ganache. Oh, that's my favorite. I'm gonna go have an insomnia cookie. Yeah, you should right and, now. Uh, and can somebody get me one of those cheese sandwiches from the... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, from the, the, from the Christmas yeah. village. And then yeah. just get a flatbread to, to drive me around. No, a flatbread, too, would be oh. great. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to go on a ganache diet. It's just nothing but ganache. And by the way, my my buddy Steve, who is in town, uh, he and his wife are here, and she is turning 50 within a few months. Oh. And he just turns to me and he goes, F Screw you. There's no way in hell I can do this. But let me... Let me let you guys know, your local high schools and colleges have a cappella groups. Yeah. And I will bet you, for not a whole lot of money, you can hire them to come and do something like that. Get the restaurant or change it up. Have the girls' field hockey team come. You could do that. Yeah. And play in the and restaurant. And just play in the restaurant. Yeah. No, but I'll bet you, you can find vocal groups uh, you and, and uh, AV squads and musicians that... Uh, that are for <clears throat> hire and would would do. It doesn't necessarily sure. have to be a flash mob type no. thing. You can you can let them know. We're they just come and perform. I and we've we've done that before as well. In fact, we had uh, years and years ago. I hired off the beat. Yes, uh, from they're uh, wonderful. Drexel, right? No, U Penn from U Penn. Yeah, uh, and they they came out and it was very inexpensive and uh, they performed a few songs for how, us. They were great. How much do you think the River Valley Vocal Band would cost? Ooh, that's so to come out of retirement. Yeah. yeah. 
I got, I, got a, I got a text from Justin Guarini this morning because it's his birthday and uh, wished him a happy birthday. And he wrote back, wait, I'm just going to tell you what he wrote. He goes, uh, <laughs> um, maybe we could get a holiday reunion of the River Valley. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's skip that. <laughs> wow. Honestly, you know, it's, it's one of those bands that's like legendary people, you know, to see the River Valley vocal band. Uh, it's amazing. Marissa, did you go all the way? Where'd she go? <laughs> Did you go all the way to the end of that song? By the way, oh, yeah, I want to hear. I want, I want you guys to hear the end because right. the end was uh, was great. So this is when they eventually did. Get, they do the end from the doors to the crescendo. Yeah, that's when we <laughs> brought the, we turned the music down this a little bit. This is the end. Yeah. All right, there you go. Bring us some sexy friends. Thank God that's over. <laughs> I am done. I'm finished with that. <laughs> I don't have to worry for another ten years to do yeah. some pull something like that off. Now make me a sandwich. <laughs> um, no, I wish. I wish sexy fries traveled well. Yeah. But you got to get fries. In there. Don't in general though. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'll eat them anytime. But uh, yeah. some people are very specific. They're they're covered in. Um, Hollandaise and truffle oil and Parmesan cheese oh my gosh. and <laughs> yeah. scallions and bacon bits and things like that. And I don't know right. if there's bacon in there or not, but anyhow. Might as well be. Uh, but that's a butcher and barkeep. And yeah, look into the, the Liberty Bells in the North Pensman. If you want to go see a real cool vocal performance, they're always a, uh, Sound a, great. performing in, in uh, Lansdale. Uh, you can search him on Facebook and find him. And thank you to Colleen again at uh, Creebles. We had a we had a great night last night, and uh, and Cody and uh, Barb at Butcher Marquee. Now and everything settles down, and all you have to do is put on the camp out. And Karen, our yep. server, who was awesome as well. Um, I do have a call to take. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to Ron. Hi, Ron. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing today, Ron? You guys rock. Oh. Hey! Appreciate that, Ron. What's up with you, buddy? I just won a thousand dollars. Shut your mouth. Are you our Lou Hoot winner? Lou Hoot. <laughs> you who Loot winner? Yeah. Awesome. That's excellent, Ron. Where are you from, bud? Lancaster. Oh. From Lancaster, PA. Excellent. Going into the weekend, $1,000 richer. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, and on the last day. I know. Yeah. You just squeaked it in, Under man. the wire. Awesome. Thanks for sticking with us, bud. You've been listening to MMR for a long time? Yeah. I love hearing that, but I don't, I don't even know, like, whenever I started going to Philadelphia. Nice. Awesome. We appreciate it. All right, Ron. Well, we got $1,000 stick in your back pocket. Have yourself a great weekend. All right, bud? All right. Thank you. All right. See you, Ron. There's yeah. Ron. He's going to stick it in his back pocket. <laughs> I can't speak today. Well, maybe you were partying last yeah. night, bro. I did have a couple of cocktails, a couple of fashions. <laughs> did you wake up with some fries on your face? <laughs> I did. I felt so, <laughs> like such a whore. Dirty today. Oh, wow. God. Um, so, question, Casey, when is uh, Akash getting here? Um, we got a little bit of we time. Got some yeah, time. You want to play around? We've yeah, got some time. I do because um, if we don't get to the connoisseur, we never will. No, we got to do so it now. We yeah. might as well do that right about now, please. It's time for the Jamming It In 
dinosaur. All right. Oh, I need my bell. I'm sorry. Oh, oh yeah. crap. That's my bad. No, it's, um, I didn't realize I was going to do it. So here we go. Let's go with our first order. All right. So <laughs> Professor Charles Spence yes. from the University of Oxford says that giving up cutlery is the secret to enjoying food. He's an idiot. <laughs> what? He says that eating with our hands can heighten the dining experience, even for meals like pasta and messy curries. So like lasagna and spaghetti? I mean, yeah, say, yeah. I've heard this theory before, and it apparently it makes you uh, appreciate the food and slow your eating a little bit. We have to try this. Yeah. We have to get some really, soup. like you would never eat it with your hands, food like soup. I yeah. think like it would stew. make me appreciate utensils. Yeah, it would make me love utensils that much more. But we could try it. I, I also heard um, that one way to sort of center yourself a little bit, it's, it's almost like a meditation thing, but when you take a bite of your dinner tonight, think about everything that it took for that food to get to your mouth. Right. Literally, like if you're going to have a bite of salmon, uh, how the salmon was caught. Uh, what the what the fork is made out of? Salmon was caught in North Alaska. Then it was taken to a fishing place. It was cleaned. It was then frozen. It was put into a truck. It was transported across to the airport. There it was frozen. There. <laughs> Arrived at Philadelphia Airport. Then it was taken out of there. It was brought into a, a, some sort of wholesaler. It's purchased from there. Brought to the restaurant. It's taken to yep. bite number two. <laughs> Are you, are you doing that while your lips are smacking together? That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, no, it, like it, it centers you, it slows you down a little bit, and it makes you appreciate what you're eating a little bit more, and, and it's a way to feel a little bit of gratitude for the meal that you're about to have. All right, there's a, there's a scene in the movie Sideway, Sideways where Virginia Madsen is describing what she loves about wine. Yes. Right. And she's like, I like to think about the, uh, the places where the wine was, where, where, the, where the grapes were grown, the right. people that harvested those. About the fact that some of those people aren't alive anymore. Yeah. So it's kind of some, right. some what you're talking about. Yeah, there's a lot of production that goes into every bite of food that you have, whether you want to appreciate it or not. <laughs> some old woman's feet were touching these grapes. It's <laughs> drained out of a big barrel and then it was put in. I, I would say Probably this. corns on her feet. <laughs> Could you do one big acknowledgement at the beginning of the meal? Yeah, it's called grace. Right. You yeah. say grace, you thank God for your blessings. No, but you, you, you thank him for... Grace doesn't acknowledge the food itself. I'm, I'm literally talking about like how that Each food bite. ended yeah. up on the plate. Right. Grace is thanking like the big... The big yeah. Yeah. On, yeah. on how... You're, 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 the fame. They're you, appreciating what you're you eating. You thank the subcontractors. Yes. Do you actually right. do that, Nick? I've done it, yeah. I've done it a few times. It, and it, like I kind of appreciate my meal a little bit more. I, listen, hmm. Kathy, you know I'm a disgusting eater. I can acknowledge <laughs> this. But when I just I, can't imagine you while you're like chowing down well, on raw meat. That part of my problem, that. part of my problem, is that I eat too fast. And okay. like it, when That's I when point. I when I deliberately tell myself I got to slow down, man, and I'm going to enjoy it a little bit more. First of all, you don't eat as much. It's it's you don't good. have time. No, but it's good for like for um, portion control. Yeah. If, if you slow your eating a little bit, you're not going to eat as much, and therefore you're not going to get as fat. Here's a text that says, "When I'm stoned, I cook and eat with my hands. It's an experience for sure." <laughs> Then talk to the seahorse part. The yeah. seahorse. I love the taste of seahorses. <laughs> Forever. By the way, Nick. Forever. You're not a disgusting eater. I watch. You try. You you try to stay quiet. You I just, try not to be disgusting. Your mouth just can't be, stay quiet. It doesn't know how. Let, let me read a little bit more of this uh, and then chime in. Uh, eating with your hands is scientifically proven to improve texture and the flavor of food as well as a whole host of health benefits, he said. It's something more people should know about and get to grips with. He said many of the world's most popular foods are eaten 
with the hands. Think burgers, tacos, tortilla chips, wraps, and wings. So why can't other foods be as well? Eating with our hands smoothies helps to make us more mindful about what we are eating and heighten our dining experience rather than just thoughtlessly using cutlery like we always do. The fork gets in the way and separates you from your senses. I mean, wings are the only good example on that on that list. You know what I mean? Like they are very messy. Why would so what's the difference between that and pasta? Right. One, one yeah. could still eat with the cutlery and still think about each bite. Right. Uh, the the problem with that, I guess, Kathy, <laughs> yeah. is wings you can't eat yeah, you with can't a eat. fork. You, no. yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't want to use a spoon. Kathy, uh, the Pat uh, who wa- works down the hall, he eats wings. He he literally wears rubber gloves when he eats wings. <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. Because he doesn't want to get them on a, just to get the mess on his fingers. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't get the joy of licking his fingers. No, right, Kathy. Mm. I, I, I really want to. I'm going to ask next time uh, I'm with my brother if I can take video of him eating wings. It's like an experience. Like I want to see. Have to see what goes is, is on. he one of these orgiastic? It's all over his face, his I, hands, the whole thing. Steve, he does so he doesn't like, use napkins or paper towels until after he's finished. Oh my god, so, this looks like a crime scene. It does. All right, so here's a text. It says, "Mindful eating. Did it at a yoga retreat and ate in silence and focused on the food, where it came from, and how it feels and tastes." Wow, I'll try that. Yeah, I will try that. Yeah, just a little bit of mindfulness. Would you ever do the what about in com- what about in complete darkness like uh, that type of thing too? You, you might could- end up eating a pillow. Uh, it's true too. Hang on, I want to go to Joanne. She's got a comment. Hey, Joanne. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great, Joanne. What's up? Well, I just got back from Nepal uh, two days ago, mm. and I uh, was on a ten day trip. Um, and experienced uh, in Kathmandu and Sahara and all of our um, leaders, we were actually there installing solar uh, panels in a remote village, but everybody ate with their, with their hands. And I wouldn't, I was hearing you talking. I didn't necessarily see people slowing down um, and they were eating curry, like wet lentil uh, beans and all with their hands. They would just take it, they would mix it all up in the rice, and then they would just eat it with their hands. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would love to go to the bar. I think I'm going to I have to ask Joanne, you had to see Everest while you were there, right? Say that again? Did you get to see, uh, did you go by Everest? Were you able to see? Uh, well, not Everest, but we did see uh, other mountains like the 7th and 10th uh, uh, tallest. Um, just amazing trip. Wow, wow, wow. That's cool. All right. Uh, yeah, Nepal. Very exotic. Thank you. Appreciate Bob Seeger loves it. Kathmandu. Yeah. Where we go to watch Nick and Chew. <laughs> <laughs> have you, off the, off the completely off topic, but have you seen this series Aftershock on Netflix? Nope. About the earthquake in uh, Everest. I actually the, started watching the, it. It's yeah. terrifying, uh, man. It's unbelievable. Amazing. Yeah. And they teach you, eat with your hands. And whatever yeah. you do, yeah. eat with your Would hands. Would have stopped the earthquake. Uh, so, yeah, um, that that's something to try. I have a toothache uh, on my bottom left and top left right now. Wouldn't and happen if you ate with your hands. No, you're probably right. Um, and, and I can't get to the endodontist until yeah. like two weeks from now, so I have to like live with this. But I've noticed that it has totally affected the joy of eating. Mm. Uh, it's like taking away from the, the flavor, the texture, and, and all of that. Like, well, you want mindful eating should be a little yeah. bit more... Celebratory, right? You're 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 enjoying. This is this is a bad reason for not enjoying eating. Yeah, and let me ask you, Steve, the Ghirardelli chocolate squares. Yeah, they're excellent. Okay, how many bites is that? 
<laughs> two. <laughs> two at most. Okay. Yeah. I ate it in two bites, and we have uh, this guy, Eric, from Chicago, who's in here. We're getting a new sound system, and he, he shamed me. <laughs> he said it's he, one? He, no. Like, uh, like he get, wow, you ate that real fast. And I was like, phew, bud. I yeah. took it in two bites. Yeah. I took it in two what, bites. What are you supposed to yeah. proportion Wait, what, it? What is uh, the, 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 like this, the square? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. square is square. Caramel in the, the middle. middle. Or raspberry. Two yeah. bites, Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you, you ate that real fast. And I was like, is, it, is that a fat joke? Like, what's going on over yeah. here, buddy? What's going on? <laughs> oh, that uh, really uh, sucked away that Tic Tac. <laughs> How many bites is a, is a Kit Kat? Oh, well, that's oh, oh, that could be. A, I like to say well, I'll do a mini bites. No, one one thingy. No, no, two a two jobber. <laughs> two, uh, two, uh, four. That's four bites. Three. That's four bites. I think it's four, right? I think yeah. it's three. Two okay. bites each. You break it in two it's bites. It's three. Each. <laughs> wow. So, oh. He's got personal. Three. What do you mean? How do you get? He's joking. No, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> you do it. You do two Kit Kats at three bites. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. That's that's you don't. You don't break them apart. Yeah. You just eat it like sure. a, like a so you eat oh. it's, it's slender enough. Yeah. You, you break, you break one in half and then you eat. Got to do a goddamn. You got to break it apart, pal. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Who's got we're, the bell? We're moving on here. I got crazy. We have one of those squares. I, I, I Rodney has them. Rodney wants a gear deli. She's still stuck at the gear deli. I think that's the dumbest. I think that's the most. If it was something larger that he like shoved in his mouth. Listen, I'm. I'm. It's not like he was eating a turkey leg that way. Seriously. Do we have some? He just. He said. I guess he's going to look for. We need to. Who has Ghirardelli here? So I don't know. When you when you pissed off Kathy on this, you know. Yeah, you struck a nerve. No, yeah. I just think that's. Listen, I'm the first to point out your disgusting eating in this room, but right. uh, <laughs> and especially him. But like to me, that little square, that's not. That's what? like a, that's like an after eight. Yeah, mint. it's yeah. the same. A little wider. Yeah. It's a little wider, but yeah, it's, it's two bites top. Two yeah. bites top. <laughs> yes, it can what be you, a one bite. Oh, do you have a little saran wrap? I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need a we're yeah. gonna need a container, Ooh. please. I only I eat half the stick of gum. Could you have a little thing, a little container? All right, I'm gonna bring up this while Casey's going to look right. for one of those. Um, at McDonald's, there's a way that apparently you can make your meal even tastier. A woman has been left amazed after trying out a burger bun hack. Ray Kroc was born in uh, 1937. <laughs> he, he started a business. Started selling hamburgers and hot, known hamburgers and French fries. 1968. I really love this hammer. <laughs> All right. So this woman named Beck uh, explained that Beck? she had been... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that, Casey, I might have one. Hang on. Oh, wait. Wait, is this yeah. the yeah one? Wait. Hang on a second. No, no it's yellow. Oh, God, hang on. Yeah. There we go. There we go. All right, so anyhow, uh, Beck had explained that she had been trying out popular McDonald's hacks when commenters recommended ordering a burger with a steamed bun. Apparently, you can order. Now, this is out of the U.K. I don't know if you can oh, do this in the yes. United States or not. But So this, okay, go ahead. So she then put two cheeseburgers to the test. And much to her surprise, she absolutely loved it. She explained that she had ordered a steamed bun before, but found the burger tasted exactly the same. However, after trying it again, she noticed a key difference, making her wonder if there had been a mistake the first time. She came to the realization that ordering a regular cheeseburger uh, and one which she had requested to be made with a steamed bun uh, apparently, uh, it, it makes the bun a lot larger and fluffier, and it's kind of squishy. So said. this would hold true, at least by by my reckoning. Uh, White Castle, White Castle, they'll they'll um, yeah they with the yeah. bread they'll steam it with the yep. bread and yeah. and it's definitely it, a softer bun. I and I do agree with that. I mm-hmm. do love that. And yeah. you know what it will do is it'll also help uh, melt the cheese. 
uh, a little bit more. Yeah, because yeah. they don't really melt the cheese at McDonald's. They just throw the cheese on the bun, and then right. and then I have you know you kind of have to leave it in the package. Yeah, they don't for a little bit. Uh, uh, if you want to get a real cheeseburger while it's on the grill, you put the the cheese on there and let it melt a little bit. They won't take it up, but they, they the heat of the burger yeah should melt it a little bit by the time you unless they just made it. But question, I didn't know McDonald's had the. The equipment to steam. Well, we don't. We a bun. A, we don't know if this um, has made it across the pond. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is in the U.S. They or may not. have, of course, you know, the classic steam burger steamers of of England. I did of, not of, of the Dickensian period. I did not watch her video uh, to see if she, she was looks in the like, U.S. or not. We, she but looks I, like a model. But I got this uh, from a uh, a UK website. But sometimes they have American stories in there too. But I'm not really sure. So uh, maybe go to buy McDonald's and ask and see if you can. Would do it that. help when you're having burgers to keep an iron right next to your? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do the same thing, right? Without question. One other McDonald's thing. Did you ever find a good Ghirardelli? No. Uh, Rodney's office is locked. I was going to break the window. Um, By the way, who was it that was busting your balls? Uh, the, the, we have a uh, the guy from Wide Orbit. Uh, we're doing Wide Orbit training. It's our, oh. our, 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 it's our new operator for eating a Ghirardelli in two bites. Yeah, I'm just busting his chops, but uh, <laughs> but he did. He's like, dude, you ate that really fast. I was like, dude, it was like two bites. I don't know what you expect. I don't know what you expect of me. I got to go. Santa's got to go. go. All right, another McDonald's thing. So the McRib is once again uh, tugging our heartstrings following the announcement uh, that they are doing the McRib farewell tour. Um, and according to McDonald's, fans have until November 20th to get their hands on the McRib, which can be ordered in the McDonald's app for delivery or pickup. Are they implying that this is the last we shall ever see the McRib on Earth? I don't or know. Or is it just simply the end of this current McRib cycle. I don't know. I the way this sounds, it seems a it little final. Sounds like it's going to be final, um, which is silly because it always sells great when they bring it back. You know, it's crazy when you watch. When you, and I happen to like the McRib. Uh, when you see the um, the McRib actually in its uncooked state. Yeah, I used to work at <laughs> yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, for the two weeks that I worked there. Uh, <laughs> they were selling McRibs at the time, so wow. I had to make McRibs. And yeah, it looks like. Um, Essentially, it looks like a piece of siding. Yeah, uh, it does. With with these ridges on it, and uh, it's it's flat and thin. And you throw it on, you grill it, and then you toss it in this barbecue sauce. You know, Bad. almost like a crock pot. Yeah, yeah. And just let it sit there until people order it. I mean, other than the 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 appearance of it, is there anything ribby? About Not at it? all. No, okay. it's just a, it's a slab of pork. And they put those little ridges in there to give it Cat appearance, like ribs. as if there were bones <laughs> in there at one point. Yeah, right. But that's that's just it's a pork. They even attach a fake snout to the end of the sandwich. Mm. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, apparently they said that it's going to be gone on uh, November twentieth, and that would be it. There have been times before where they, I I think the McRib, unless I'm remembering incorrectly, I thought they at one point did have their final farewell and then returned. I think they're never going to say goodbye completely. If it's a popular sandwich, by the way, that'd be silly. I think we've both said this, Casey, you and I. Their cheesesteak, obviously here is where you're going to get the, the best cheesesteaks, but it was not bad. It wasn't bad at all. All right, wait, we have, an, uh, we have a McDonald's answer. I have Amber, who is a manager at McDonald's. Hi, Amber, how you doing? Hi, good morning. Wonderful. Hey, listen, so about the steamed bun, can you guys yeah. do that? Yes, we actually steam the buns for fish fillet. For the fish, the fillet of fish gets a steamed yeah. bun. Now that I think about it, you're right. That bun yeah. always seemed to be a little bit more uh, soft. flaky. 
We have the steamer for the fish fillets, and then we have the toasters for the regular buns, the quarter pounders, and the Big Macs. So, Amber, if one were to request a steamed bun for their quarter pounder, would you be able to comply? Oh, yeah. You huh. can, you just... You don't have it's no no different. You just literally just put it right in the right in the steamer, put it in, takes like ten ten seconds, I think, okay. just to steam it. And do people order it that way sometimes? No, no, no. Nobody's ever like actually ordered it like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can, but nobody's ever yeah, actually can, done it. I'd like to try that. I would like... You can actually do a lot of different stuff actually at McDonalds. Nobody realizes that. So you, you have that. a lot of steaming cape. If I were to bring in some dress shirts, to, uh... <laughs> Amber, which McDonald's? Where do you work? I work at uh, the Defer one and uh, the one in Defer right off of Forty Two, right okay. by the Defer Mall. Yeah, all right, all right, yeah, wonderful. I've been there for like four years. So, what's another little secret thing that you guys can do? If I were to ask for a cheeseburger with secret sauce on it, could you do that? I mean, you're going to get the secret sauce is probably going to be Big Mac sauce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I want. I am not even going to lie. Like that's that's the the main go to. Everybody puts that on almost everything. Almost what? everything, I... even on a fillet of fish. Yeah, um, there's people that come in for fillet fillet of fish with uh, Mac sauce. <sighs> I got to start doing that. Yeah, me too. You, you can, yeah, well, and... for their nuggets. So oh, Amber, really? the, you can you can really tailor that menu to what you want. I had uh, yeah. no idea you could do that. I made. I to be honest with you, you know how many things I've made. I made some uh, a quarter pounder the one day yeah. with fried onions, and everybody like completely like lost their mind. I'm like, it's only fried onions. You've got the grill. It's right there. <laughs> what, what about a? That's a vanilla, actually a great idea. A vanilla milkshake with secret sauce. Would you guys do that? I mean, if that's what you want, I would sit there. I would literally put it. I would literally do it for somebody because somebody asked me for a milkshake with uh, pickles the one day, and I and I looked at my boss. I said, "I'm going to do it, but I'm going to let you know that I'm doing it, so yes. I don't get the customer complaint for it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's smart, Amber. When I was in high school, I worked at McDonald's, and a lot of people, um, you know, especially if they were a little creative, would have some fun with the grill, and and, and if there were slower times, it would just sort of mess around with basic uh, McDonald's ingredients, but come up with some pretty creative stuff. Do you do that as well? Uh, I try to. I do try because I get tired of eating the same stuff over and over again. Well, that yeah. the Big Mac yeah. was created that you way. Don't get that much time to go out, so you got it. You got to come up with something. Some people used to uh, steam their lettuce. Steam the lettuce. Uh, it's, I know it sounds disgusting. That I, is weird. I looked at them like they were. They. I looked at them like they were nasty. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Interesting. I, I did it, and it really came out really good. They said. All right. All right. Excellent. Thank you, Amber. We appreciate it. It's a whole new world, as you problem. said. All right, take care. Well, there you go. I have to, I'm, I'm going to try the steam bun thing out. Definitely. Yeah, try just it. have the courage to ask. Uh, yes, that's yeah. all you have to do. Yeah. Okay, uh, that is our last order. Uh, we have to take a break. Uh, is our guest here in the Acme Lounge? Yes, all right, when we return, uh, we're going to get to uh, Akash Singh. Why is that so loud? Oh, oh there it is. very loud. I'm turning down the wrong knob. Uh, Akash is going to be at Healing Comedy Club, so we'll get him here in, in a moment. And don't forget, you who loot coming up again a little less than an hour from now. And that'll be the last time that we on the President and Steve Show have your chance to win $1,000. We're going to wrap this up thing, uh, this thing up, and then Pierre's got it. So make sure you listen. We'll be back in a moment. Preston and Steve's 25th annual Camp Out for Hunger, supporting Phil Abundance at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Starting Monday, November 7th, they'll be live from inside the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, your support has always been amazing, and we're hoping you can help out again. Plus, we've missed your faces. Come enjoy some Dunkin' Coffee, have fun, and say hi. Donate non-perishable food items at our drive through drop-off with volunteers equipped by Stauffer Glove and 
safety. Or make a donation at WMMR.com and at the register of your local Acme market. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Made possible by Victory Brewing Company, Campbell's Soup, Cash Cow Vending, Sea Box, Custom Shipping Containers, Gilbane Building Company, and Thackeray Crane. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. All right, our next guest is in town to perform at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, he's got shows tonight and tomorrow. They're at 7.30 and 10, and we're happy to welcome Akash Singh to yeah. Me. This Thank morning, our pleasure, me. man. Welcome to Philly. Thank you. Can I say something about these traffic reports, Kathy? You were amazing. <laughs> but you. when I listen to those, it's so much information coming at me. I got no idea what just happened. Yes, yes. I could be driving into an accident <laughs> yeah. and hearing her talk about it. Yeah. And as soon as she says westbound, I'm like, I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a wrap. It, it, it could be the hard. cause of the accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I there's know. another accident coming. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you that right <laughs> now. Well, you know, so they, they've actually done studies that people um, on people who listen for traffic or or sit in traffic every day and that they're listening for their one specific road that they like ah. they know it and once they hear it they turn into what you just said they like disconnect the, the, the everything ah. else and but so they wait for that one road that they need it's very to selfish i guess okay. what's interesting though is so um you know I'm, i've lived here for over 25 years now but when i first came into the area they will uh, like kathy mentions things like the blue route the expressway and and these those aren't the actual names of these roads. These yeah. are like nicknames, really, that yeah. are brought on into the colloquial, colloquialism. Yeah. And if you're new to town, you have no freaking idea what no. you're talking. No about. No one would ever have any idea what the blue route is if you don't yeah. know that it's 476. If you're driving, you're looking at a sign that says 476. My wife is route. from here, and I've never heard. The <laughs> really? Blue route. Yeah, Where's yeah, she yeah. From? She lived in Northeast for a little bit as a kid, and then they moved to Ben Salem. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yes. And yeah. then she went to Drexel and lived in West Philly, and that's where we met. Actually, I was nine years older than her, but I still came by that campus. You know what I mean? What's hey, up? Of course, man. What's up? You're not somewhat creepy. You know You're what I mean? Dummy. Borderline creepy, but she's my wife now, so what are you going to do? Exactly. That's Now she's just old. This old, you know, yeah. lady where, where, I'm married to. If you want to get the law off your back, marry her. Yeah. Where are you from? Uh, I grew oh boy, here we go. Nah. Uh, yeah, I it's grew fine. up in Texas. Yeah. I grew up in Dallas, but I know why everyone hates Cowboys fans outside of Dallas. <laughs> okay. And in Dallas, we understand we're, we haven't won in 30 years, and we're very miserable about it. Okay. So, because as soon as I say I grew up in Dallas, I, they start booing. My dad is in Dallas, oh, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's yeah, a great yeah. city for living. It's but, just a terrible football <laughs> team to root for. I well, hate it. Casey always says, no problem if you're from there. Yeah. His issue is always, and he's, he's the most, uh, you know, uh, uh, football centric sports fan in the room here uh, but he says what he has an issue with is a person who has no real reason to be a Cowboys fan yes. by geography and has just simply adopted and them I as their agree. team. And I agree. And if I could root for anyone else, I would. But yeah. then I'd be those guys. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I'm just stuck in this hellhole <laughs> right. of starting a season great every year and then it falls apart but I've noticed there's like a Pavlovian thing in Philadelphia where when you say Dallas, they just start booing. Uh-huh. Right. So they don't even understand what happened. Dallas, yeah. boo. It's the yeah. only way they know how to function. It's well, funny because when it comes to like the Mavericks and the, and the Stars, no, I'm like, oh, can't. I hate them. Wait, oh. why do I hate them again? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just a fault. That's funny because I don't, I don't dislike the Sixers. I don't dislike the Phillies. Whatever. Right. Well, speaking of that, you're a big fan of playoff baseball, right? Oh, come on. 
<laughs> no. no. It's getting, it's murdering my sales right now. You think I'd be here if I was sold out? Not that you guys aren't amazing, but it's 8.30 for a comic. I'm here. I'm getting 8.30 pickup as a comic. I'm getting yeah. home at 1 a.m. I gotta, yeah, yeah boy. These Phillies, dude. Oh. It hit me, too. Right before I came here, I was like, oh, I looked at the World Series schedule and I saw Friday and Saturday. Yeah, be kidding me, dude. Dude, they're, they're, you just remember there are people who have... Who, I don't know who they are who have no interest in what's going on, but you'll you'll be fine. There's people yeah. getting excited, yeah, you know? Yeah, TiVo or whatever you call it, DVR, <laughs> right, YouTube DVR. TV. <laughs> Got him, old. Got him. That was the oldest I've ever been. TiVo. Put it in your VCR. Press the red button. What are you guys talking about? You got the Betamax. Yeah. Are you an Astros fan on top of being a Cowboys fan? Or are you no, I would Rangers? root for the Rangers. Yeah, yeah I, I, I actually am rooting for the Phillies because I hate Houston oh, there you go. people. Oh, they're just a number. They're like the Philly of the South in terms of sports. <laughs> okay. And the cheating thing, I was like, you guys don't deserve another World huh? Series. Because okay. that validates, then it's okay what they did. And again, I'm very casual as a, as a baseball fan. I'm just a sports fan. So, But the cheating scandal, to me, it's like, well, if you win now, then that doesn't, yeah. then it's like, who cares? What's your so, number one? Is it is it football or basketball? Football is the sport I follow the most probably, and then basketball. You do any betting? No. Well, I do a little bit of betting. We got a sponsor for the podcast, Bet Online, so I'm getting into it a bit, but I have an obsessive personality, so I don't want to, like, really go too deep down there. I casually... Unleash the beast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I had a friend who found out in short order that he was, um, could easily, you know, flip over to addictive, and, and he was... The casino got him going, but it was he was had a bookie and sports betting, and it yeah. was like it was getting bad. Yeah, I have no risk yeah. aversion, so I'm like bet at all. I have so much Bitcoin; it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> what am I doing in my life? I don't know. I I didn't tell my wife how much it was until after we got married. I was like, you don't need to know how much I put in. It's gonna really you're gonna leave. <laughs> Do you play that? Because I, I, there's a friend of mine as well who is heavily into crypto. Yeah, and he almost he approaches it not like. Investments, he's it's like he's playing it, yeah, he's yeah. Playing, it. I was doing that for a while and yeah. then I backed off. And then I also, when I invested, I realized it can't be money that if it lost, I would it would hurt me, right? So, but I, but whatever the excess I had, I was putting into it. Uh, okay, do you see there's a guy who bet 10 million dollars that the Astros win the world oh, the ma- series? Mattress guy, yes, oh, oh yeah. Mattress yeah. Mac. Yeah. No, that guy's a legend, that yeah. guy's yeah. great. Yeah, is he in Texas? He's yeah, yeah he's a Houston yeah. guy. And then yeah. during Harvey, he like opened up his mattress stores and let people sleep there who were displaced. Yeah. It was an amazing so, story. Yeah. Super wow. nice dude. Yeah. yeah. But That's... he wins, I think he wins 75 mil. 75 million, yeah. Yeah, if, yeah, if the no. Astros end up winning. So. Really sweet guy. I hope he loses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Did you, you play sports at all? You're, yeah, sports no, I'm, Indian parents weren't really about that life. Yeah. It's not like a thing. I mean, I'm already frail. Like, I'm 5'7 with right. asthma. Right, yeah. So I wasn't, and I was a fat kid, so I wasn't, like, good enough. But I loved playing basketball, like, casually or whatever. Right. And now at 38, it's just hard to find the time and the body capacity. Sure. Your parents from India? From did India, yes, sir. So what, did, were there any sports that they grew up rooting for? Is soccer? Uh, no. Or? Cricket is huge cricket, in India. Cricket is. Yeah, yeah. Cricket is huge. And if you watch it, you'll get into it in India because it's like the country's into it. Okay. It's like imagine if everybody in Philly, like imagine this fan, this passion yeah. all over the country. For cricket, for cricket, yeah. I've tried. I've tried on um, broadcasts from you know England and and uh, watching matches and and it's 
And I kind of get it. If you don't have a rooting interest, you don't care. And I get that. Yeah. And honestly, it's kind of like baseball. Like playoff baseball actually is fun because it's just tension and suspense. It builds and builds. And cricket is a similar thing if you have a rooting interest. If not, you're just like this. Is that something you can foster and help along if you get it? I don't. Yeah. I don't think you can casually, without rooting for a team, get into. I've heard the same thing about soccer, football. You need to pick a team, invest in it, and then grow on you. Yeah, that helps. That definitely yeah. helps. Yeah. Um, so being uh, familiar with uh, Philly, if, if you've been here a bunch. Yeah, uh, I have. Yeah. What uh, What do you like to do in and around town? I you're... think this is the most underrated food city maybe there in America. You go. Absolutely maybe right. in America. Yeah. Absolutely right. We're going to go to Reading Terminal after this by these, uh, what, do you, what do you call them, Amish, the donuts? Oh, the, uh, uh, the whoopie pies? Or? No, 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 the, the donuts. donuts. They, got a, they got a Pilgrim's donut spot out here. You know what I mean? Like right, at right. Reading Terminal. Right. Yeah. Where's yeah. the, the Fosnox? Oh, Bylers? Bylers, that's the one. My my friend told me about that. But I used to go there because also before I met my wife, my basically my sister went to residency here at Hahnemann. So I would come up from New York, you know, a couple times, probably every couple of months at least. You're very rooted in the area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I know the area relatively well. Is your wife with you then? Wife is coming tomorrow. Okay. Uh, She has like, she's doing a master's, so she has to do some study in India and she got to get, one of us got to get a master's (laughs) for God's sakes. What is she getting that degree in? Uh, business journalism. Okay. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's costing me money. Okay. And it's quieting her parents. So what can you do? You know what I mean? <laughs> Isn't that funny? You're you're the joke guy. Yeah, yeah, And you're yeah. paying for the what is perceived oh. as a legit career. 1,000%. Yeah. The thought has crossed my mind that my non-career in your parents' eyes is paying for your master's. That's not going to do anything. <laughs> so when you met her, were you in here? Were you in Philly doing comedy? No, or? I met her in Hoboken. And uh, I okay. saw this girl who was really looks looked like she was gonna be super hot. And I just left the show. She had left my show, and I was like, "Well, I see what she looks like." And then as I was walking up to her to pretend I was gonna ask her out, but you know, guys, yeah. so I'm this girl. If she's beautiful, I'm gonna ask her. Yeah. But then she, her sister, turned around and was like, "Can we get a picture?" And I was like, "God, yes, you can." Yeah. <laughs> and then when I saw her, I was like, "This girl's so beautiful." And then I still. Uh, wimped out. I can't cuss. So I, I wimped out for like <laughs> five minutes. We met, we talked, and then I didn't. But then I was so mad at myself. I like, ra- I, I was like, I'm going to leave. They're going to New York. I'm in New York. They might be taking the same train home as me. And I left the place where we were performing, and then I saw them out there, and then I walked with her for a bit. And then yeah, now. Well that. played. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked out well. Uh, I wanted to ask you, because I watched your special Bring Back a Pooh last night. Yes, sir. Thank uh, you. Yeah, and you... you um, that's all you, you? You directed and did the whole thing as well? Yes, sir. I have a great camera guy and editor named Kevin Marcus, and he helped a lot. And then the guy that's performing with me through Shar also consulted a bit. But, like, yeah. And then Andrew Schultz, who I do the podcast with, helped a lot also in terms of, like, guiding me. And he sat with me one night for, like, eight hours and just, like, cut that. you can cut this. You can I thought it was great. I thought it was great. And and, and, and uh, I Because we've had uh, Hari Kondabu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, who, who did the documentary. Right. Uh, the, the, the problem with Apu. Yeah. And uh, we, we have a, a, a great relationship every time he comes in and we talk about it and and in in subsequent interviews with him he's he said i, I didn't want them to get rid of the character yeah. like yeah. and i think he re- almost in a way might regret yeah that you know that that's it and you do you do uh, that you address that in your special yeah and you bring up a good point that i always thought and you talk about hot wives um apu had the hottest wife in yeah. springfield one thousand percent <laughs> right yeah one thousand percent and i Weirdly, the, my views on like what's racist in the business and what's not is always different than I think what uh, kind of like a lot of Indians think. I don't right. say mainstream like I'm some rebel, but I just looked at it differently. And I saw a poo. I was like, this guy owns his own business. Yeah. Every other TV show, there was always like 
like, uh, and I, I think the, the show is funny and the character's funny, but um, the Indian guy in Big Bang Theory. Right. Mm-hmm. Who, like, lusts after every woman who's not Indian and then can't even speak around them and nobody wants anything to do with them. Right. That's what I always saw. Just So to see this guy who actually got an arranged marriage like my parents got and they're happy, it's like uh, like every Indian parent that I knew got. Successful. And he's successful and, yeah. he owns and he works hard and, like, there's little moments of him being unethical, but not really. He's just a three-dimensional guy. It, it, everyone around him was scumbags yes. for the most part. But uh, yeah, it is. It was a great character. But, but I it's think, the accent. I think is uh, the accent. It, the, uh, if if we could do it again, mm-hmm. you would have an Indian doing that accent. But I also understand context is important. Like we're taking down a lot of statues, and some of them, sure, take them down. But some of them, it's like, yeah, but back then, that's that wasn't. Right. Offensive. They they were living in a time. It's like there could be a time fifty years from now when they think eating meat is appalling. Right. And does that mean every human being who oh. ate meat in today is that we should hey don't honor that guy? He ate meat. They used yeah. to sell a he collection the of an animal of the Looney Tunes cartoons that were, and a lot of them were done during World War II that were done for propaganda yeah. sake. And I love Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny, the whole yes. damn thing. Me too. But you you look at it, and you go, eh, that was of a time. Yes, it's 100%. not. Yeah, yeah. And so I no, I completely hear what you're saying. But you, you approach it in a really in a in a really Funny, cool Thank you way. So much. Uh, are you? Are you in? Uh, are you uh, are you friends or not really friends? Yeah. We don't. I don't want. I don't have anything against him, and yeah. that's why I didn't like call him out or make it a point. To no, you I don't. Just, I have yeah. a problem with the mentality, and I think Hollywood also kind of rewards these like, "Hey, look, we're oppressed stories." Right. So a lot of people were doing the, and I tried to do the Hollywood thing, never to that degree, but like the, oh, look how oppressed we are. Yeah. And I get how black people have that case. Yeah. I can get how Latinos have that case, but Indian Americans, I just don't see it. Okay. I just don't see it. By the way, this is all uh, real important and heavy stuff, but I'm looking at your Instagram. Can we talk about how hot your wife is? It's crap. unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Dude. Unbe- yeah. Look at me. Look at Man boobs poking out of my shirt. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. The one picture we have up here in the studio... I think you look better than your wife. Uh, Yo, know, my eyes are shining <laughs> yes, in that picture. In all, de- you, actually, in all you deference look, to you, I disagree. Yeah. If you look below the chin, you start to really see where everything falls apart. And I've gained legitimately 17, 18 pounds since that picture. I was. see. And I'm 5'7", so it's disgusting to look at. I see a little, like, almost John Legend uh, type of, uh, uh, yeah. of uh, oh, you know, kind of seductive look about oh, you in that thank particular you, yeah. picture. And we're both short, when so I, it works. When I saw it, I was like, who's wow. that hot Look at this, beard? right? This is crazy. Yeah. No, I've uh, yeah, I I I traded up to big time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah but yeah. I wouldn't I'm, even I'm... have the balls to talk to somebody like that, dude. You know what? I wish I could tell you. If there's any single guys out there, go get rejected. Yeah, yeah. be respectful. Don't I be know. a creep. But ask out anyone you think is beautiful, and if she says no, it's okay. Yeah, you truly, you're gonna be okay, and it didn't have anything to do with you. Ask out everyone. You, you know, it's funny though. You, you you're exactly right. What happens <laughs> is also as you're told, it's gonna be like it's gonna be a lot of work. Yes, like if you get married. There's there's an, oh, an God, effort, yeah. but a lot of times you're being told it's going to be a constant. No, no, no. If you've got the person you should be with, it's actually going to be a lot of fun. And and I, and I, my wife and I, twenty five years, yeah, and it's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, but Akash, I remember being when when I was younger and in the dating world, and even like a teenager, and I was I would just get crushed by yeah. rejection, crushed. Yeah. It kills you. But I think that the 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 problem was that is that built it up too much before mm-hmm. I would go ahead yeah. and try and be like. Like, I'd get almost, like, you know, stalker in love with somebody and then, like, oh, right, I did that too, I'm going to ask her out. And then it's no, and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You should probably do it before I get all obsessed and yeah. crazy. Yes. Don't go all rivers edge on it. Yeah, just get you rejected. Know? And then yeah. my Andrew also says something to me that helped me meet her because I got crushed by this girl that I went on, like, one date with. And looking back, she was like, yeah, it just didn't work. 
But he said to me, the moment you are immune to rejection, you are a superhero. And I think that applies in every facet of life. And this is part of that, like, learning to be okay with rejection. Being in comedy is something you absolutely have to get used to rejection. I will. I could bomb tonight. I could bomb tomorrow. If... Steph Curry, the greatest shooter in the history of the NBA, can have an off-night shooting. I, me, can have an off-night doing comedy. Right. I think about baseball players. I mean, you know, they they are out at least 70% of the time when they when they come to the back. Yeah. You know, they fail far more often than they succeed, and they keep coming up, and they keep trying. And did you Have you watched uh, Hacks on uh, HBO Max? Yes, Jean, I Jean have. Smart, yes, Jean I have. Smart. Yes, 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 yes. Her character towards the end of the first season has this really interesting arc yes. where she ends up going out and bombing. I have had that exact feeling. And then <laughs> she, but she, the way that she described it, because she was courageous about it, yes. she loved bombing. She loved it. Have you had that experience? I love bombing with new stuff because I know I'm taking a risk and I'm daring and I'm doing something that will be something beautiful one day. Mm. And maybe also there's a part of me that feels a little less insecure about it because it's like, well, if it bombs, it's new, so who cares? You're so right. Years ago, mm. I did stand up for a for a, a, a period, and and I remember uh, get, getting in a laughing fit myself because mm-hmm. I was doing so poorly yeah. with, with an audience. It was not traditionally my audience, yeah. and and it was one of those weird things where I, I remember getting off the stage and going, "That wasn't so. That was actually fun, you yeah. know." And, and it wasn't like I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't. It wasn't a, it wasn't a showcase. And, but you you definitely learn from that. And can I tell you something yeah. else? If you are, and this applies, I think, with women also, if you are okay on stage being rejected by the audience yeah. and you're so comfortable with it that you just kind of laugh at it and you're like, hey, guys, I know this isn't going well. It's okay. <laughs> There's a respect they'll get, give you, and then yeah. you can eventually win them over. Mm. And before I met my wife, I would just be, like, talking to girls. We didn't do anything, but, like, they would just flatly reject me publicly, and I was just so, like, yeah, it's fine. If you keep just, yeah, hey, that's fine. Agreed. There's, yeah. like, a weird, like, oh, that's interesting about At the very least, that's interesting about this guy. He doesn't seem to mind. He's not being rude to me. Right. He's just kind of having fun with it. You do a lot of audience work. Or yes. At least, you know, watching the uh, the special last night, and... Uh, uh, it's it's a it's a skill set that not everyone has. Thank you. Yeah, and you do a very good job of it. Uh, who do you Thank turn you. to? Who do you look to as a great inspiration for crowd work in, in the comedy world? The probably the Patrice O'Neill is probably the oh guy. Yeah, that you look at with all of that. We it was were incredible. We were yes. lucky to have him in the studio yeah. a couple of times. Just uh, the best. Just yep. seamless. Yep. Unbelievable. Brilliant. Yeah. And we were just watching his Comedy Central roast. He only did one roast, and it was sadly it came out like a month and a half before he passed. We just yeah. we just re- uh, realized. But you watch that roast, and then he's looking at his notes. I think the, the story is he didn't know how mean people got on these roasts. He understood you make fun of each other, right, but yeah. like it's a vicious, joking thing. Yeah. And he looks at all of his jokes, and he just puts them down, and then he just goes off the top, and then he picks at a few people and just gets to their deepest, most vulnerable, truest insecurity, (laughs) and doesn't do it in the meanest necessarily way, but the stuff he says is like, my God, dude, how do you recover from that? (laughs) And just the brilliance to just do that. Is that the one where Geraldo looks at uh, at Patrice O'Neill, and he goes... And I, and I see Patrice, and I, go, and I thought, what the hell is Mike Tyson's mom doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Geraldo, Greg so Geraldo, one of the, my apps, we had him in, he was going through some tough times, yes. a couple of times he came by, yeah. uh, but on a, on a pure level, I mean, you know the people that you just, you he, he's up there with uh, Norm MacDonald, yes. Patri- all these guys are just, they're firing on a different level. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Have you seen that special? I've asked a, a couple of uh, comedians that have been through. It is the, the Dark Side of Comedy. It's on, I think, Vice. 
No. Yeah, it's a it's a good series. They, what they do is it started off kind of like here's the and it led to the downfall and they died. But look, they had Maria Bamford on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they did a special about her, her anxiety and all of that stuff. Yeah. And um, it uh, do you do you find that the uh, like with the George Carlin, the George Judd uh, Apatow. Mm-hmm. Carlin special on HBO that there's a, a resurgence in just the appreciation of the art of comedy now? I hope so. Because yeah. I also, uh, I think Will Smith is has made it dangerous for... Yep. Yes. And comics don't need another thing to be self-righteous about, to be honest. That's right. the worst thing Will Smith did. But there is truly like a... Oh, he's opened up everybody... Not, I think he's opened up people's mind to the idea that like, I could slap this guy, I could hurt this guy. Mm. I don't think that guy tries to stab Chappelle if it's not for Will Smith. So if there might be an appreciation, but there's also like a, uh, you know, why don't I just kill this guy? Right, yeah. right. Are you um, are you based in New York now? Yes, or, okay. based in New York. Yeah, yeah, so you probably know like Big J and yes. Luis and all he's those a, guys. He's another crowd work guy that's yes, like, a, God, you look at him and it's unbelievable. We'll do entire specials of just yes. the entire shows. Like, I'm just going to sit here and talk to the yeah. audience. But here, uh, there's a, a, a comedy uh, play out in Royersford, and there was a guy who came up and, yes. and pulled him off of the stage. And then Luis yes. Guzman came up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I mean, I remember you have to have some that. balls. Jay's big dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's big Jay. He's big yeah. Jay. So, so, yeah. Yeah. so if people are okay with attacking big Jay, Akash yeah. Singh, 5'7", skinny, fat, very gettable guy. Very gettable guy. Did you say yeah. skinny, fat? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's not even, the skinny's fading, too, as I'm married. You know what I mean? Even that's just fading. So I'm just there for the taking. Oh You're just submissive now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do, you know? Oh, man. Have at it. Yeah. All right. Well, Akash is going to be playing uh, Helium, so make sure you get out and see him uh, 7.30 and 10 p.m. are the shows. That's tonight and tomorrow. And uh, don't worry, man. You'll have, you'll have a crowd. Yeah. Well, Philly is, you know, cool. the nicest people on earth. Excellent. Well, listen, great to meet you. Thanks for coming by here. Thank you guys so much. When you so come much. back through town, come by again, please. Well, absolutely. Excellent. Absolutely. Thank right. you so much. Give some love to Akash, yeah. guys. And we'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. We got the Yoohoo Loot uh, coming up in a little bit and uh, B Files. So stay down. Wait, what's that? Where was that place, Preston and Steve said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh. Don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. That is until the internet breaks and we've got bigger problems. Uh, The latest Daily Rush video is out. Our buddy Kyle Mack is handling the video duties for the Preston and Steve show. Doing a damn good job. And he has one called Cash Cadaver. Be the 11th caller and you'll be Cash Cadaver. And all you have to do is listen for the sound of the radio host croaking live on air. And you can win. It was it was such a distasteful but fun segment. Yes. Uh, you can be the first to see the new Daily Rush by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Uh, sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. And you can learn more at Xfinity.com. So get on it now. All right. Let's do it. Bizarre Fox. No. Bizarre. WMMR. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by Red Robin. And you can choose any style Red Robin Tavern bur- Double Burger with bottomless fries and drink for just $10. Gotta have a double burger. <laughs> uh, this deal is ending real soon, so get it before it's gone. Dine in only at participating locations in PA. Red Robin. Yum. Yum. 
Nice. Thank you for handling the base. <laughs> All right. So a this is terrible. A woman is in custody after using a pickaxe. Yeah. To smash her neighbor's windows in an attack that left the grandmother inside that home terrified while protecting a six-week-old baby. Uh, the incident was caught on home security. It's crazy, man. The woman is repeatedly swinging into the windows. I mean, the pickaxe, it's like something you would go mining with. It's yes, huge. You, she, she can barely swing it. Uh, and now the family has left their home vacant after it sustained about $20,000 in damages. The, 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 there was apparently the baby in this basset net or whatever. There yeah. were shards of glass as big as the baby. Yep, exactly. So they're not sure when they're coming back. Uh, Dr. Armin uh, Chukadarian is the father of the baby. And his daughter was sleeping in her bassinet, which the attack took place right under one of those windows, like Steve was saying. Uh, He said she was literally right here. If my mother-in-law was 10 seconds late, that baby would not be here. Uh, His mother-in-law and infant daughter were the only ones home when the attack took place. And she was able to grab the baby just before the window above her bassinet was shattered. The woman moved in just six weeks ago, the same night their daughter was born. And now uh, the family moved in. And now that dream uh, home doesn't feel safe. The suspected attacker, Beverly Baker, a 65-year-old woman who lives in the neighborhood, can be seen in the recording smashing a window on the far side of the front porch from the home security camera. This is broad daylight, by the way. Inside, yeah. the grandmother can be heard screaming, then calling for her son-in-law. Baker then returns, slowly walking across the front porch, smashing each window on the front of the house. Uh, when uh, Baker returned, the grandmother grabbed the baby and hid in the closet after smashing the windows. On the front of the house, Baker can be heard on the recording yelling, questions, questions, anyone? I'll be back and get out. Uh, Baker did return, smashing three more windows on the side of the house opposite the camera before leaving. Photos uh, taken of the attack showed the bassinet where the baby girl slept full of glass shards. Uh, he is, uh, the, the owner is grateful that uh, to those who responded in the neighborhood immediately came. And uh, now he's unsure about his family, uh, of his family's future there. He said, I met the neighbors uh, that I hadn't met. They were very nice. Two of them uh, called 911 before anyone arrived. Uh, the 65-year-old woman with the pickaxe was arrested in her home uh, a few streets over, being held on charges of vandalism. And her ex-husband said that he believes she suffered a mental health crisis. Yeah, I'd say so. Something police uh, believe as well. So we'll see uh, what ends up happening with that. Here's a great story. A trail of candy wrappers <laughs> led Georgia authorities to eight suspects tied to a theft ring. <laughs> One of the suspect, suspected burglars, Gerald Bennett, left behind a trail of Milky Way wrappers in the woods that led investigators straight to his house. You know what? Probably wouldn't happen with Ghirardelli. No. Because no. you would take half of the piece of candy home. Yes, because you can't finish it you can't all. finish that whole thing. Uh, the investigator said what they were doing was using trails to the woods to transport the stolen items from one place to another, being the incident, uh, the, uh, the incident location back to wherever they were storing it. Uh, furthermore, they were actually using the woods to conceal the stolen property, hiding it in the woods, burying it under the leaves. Uh, he said that Bennett and seven others, including a juvenile, are accused of walking through the woods to enter victims' homes, stealing items including uh, firearms and food, and even taking showers inside of the homes. The suspects apparently discussed wanting to create one of the largest theft rings theft rings around until All I did was get out of the shower. until Bennett's candy wrappers led to their downfall. It's <laughs> great. A 28-year-old woman who previously told police she was too good-looking to be arrested. Do you remember this? Yes, absolutely. I had this story. It took place at a uh, uh, at an airport. Well, 
She's now accused of killing her mother. Ah, she's not too good looking for that. Police said Hen Bustami killed her 62-year-old mother. Officers began looking for the daughter after finding the mother's body. And California Highway Patrol took her into custody. Police said that in August they arrested her. She's uh, apparently really good looking. uh, For reportedly skipping out on a restaurant tab and violating airport rules at Harry Reid International Airport. Bustami told police officers at the time she was under arrest because she was too good looking. Uh, while officers were arresting her, Butsami said that she was going to spit on all the officers and that the officers were perverts and were trying to rape her because they had never seen anyone as good-looking. She, she kind of sounds like a catch. Uh, police later learned Butsami had a warrant out of Las Vegas. She was booked into the county detention center and later released, and she will be brought back to Nevada to face a murder charge now. I wonder how those looks will play out in prison. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. One last story. Uh, Let's see. Is this one any good? Hang on a second. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, A man who robbed uh, $800 from a Jersey City ATM customer at a downtown bank Wednesday almost made a clean getaway. The robber hasn't been apprehended yet, but it's just a matter of time after the man left behind a Hudson County jail personal property receipt and inmate identification card. Yeah. I'm going to need that back. Uh, The robbery occurred uh, occurred at a Chase Bank. A 36-year-old man was withdrawing $800 from the ATM when the former inmate shoved him to the side and snatched the cash when it came out of the ATM. Yeah, I was just in there robbing the place. I think I left some jail information. Uh, At the branch, uh, the ATM is on the outside of the bank. Uh The robber fled, but he dropped a bag (laughs) that contained the identifying uh, documents. Uh, no injuries were reported, so they knew who they're going after. There you go. They're going to get this guy. Between that and the candy wrappers. Yeah. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File. It is now time for this. Here it is. MMR's. You who loot. Now, listen up. Here's your keyword. And the word is Cash. C-A-S-H. Yep, your last chance to win from us. Cash. And you're going to have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do it. You can text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $1,000 in this company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. So be sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services. Five chances for you to win each weekday. So we've done two of them, three left. Get on this now. All right, the word is cash, C-A-S-H. Good luck to you. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Lesson question, trash, music, news, that stuff is up next. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Podcasts? Oh yeah, MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Hey, Friday morning. I have a question to ask I should have asked off air. That thing that you told me about that we can do next week, when can we talk about that? I can? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure it's all good. Yeah. I like it. We're going to give away World Series tickets. Did I just say that? 
We just found out. Yeah, so we're going to have some... Uh, oh, it is off. No, no kidding. We're going to have some tickets uh, for you to win next week. Hopefully you'll win. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, and it's from so our, happy. our friends at uh, Budweiser. That is a They're the best. Yeah. The king of beers. Yeah. yeah. That's what they are, man. Uh, rightfully so. Damn right. Yeah. We need to get Gary Lauer to help us give them away somehow or another. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> oh, I just Count my testicles. <laughs> One, One, two, three. You see that game? We got the jelly beans in the jar. You got to get so many. <laughs> Take a look at my underwear and guess how many nuts I have. <laughs> Closest to the amount of testicles I have wins. That's great. Without going over? Without going over. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to give away something else, but we'll do that next week. So uh, tune in on Monday morning to find out, because I assume we'll probably have to give them away on Monday. Good Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, because the game will yeah. be on Tuesday, right? Correct. All right. We'll figure it out. So, something else we're going to give away, uh, four pack of tickets for All Elite Wrestling. That's what we're doing, and it is Friday, November 4th, and that will be at Boardwalk Hall. The question we will go with uh, this morning is, uh, which activity can drunk Superman do faster than other Superman? Is that too vague? Huh. Which, uh, which program? Uh, which rehabilitation program? <laughs> Uh, Can drunk Superman do faster than other Superman than other men? Two one five two six three WMMR. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I got you. All right, let's see if you know the answer to that. And we'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Oh, uh, let's get, yeah, oh, we're ready. I'm uh, sorry. Well, I, I got a hand I, signal and I, I didn't know what that was. I wasn't done putting on my stage makeup. What's up, the, what's up this morning, Steve? Uh, Will Smith visited the Los Angeles Lakers on Wednesday to talk about staying strong in the face of adversity. Smith told the team, the, the team that true strength comes from smacking people. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. The two, <laughs> the two Ohio fishermen who allegedly stuffed fish with weights during a tournament pled not guilty to multiple charges on Wednesday. Fisherman Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky are claiming that the fish, in one final act of defiance, framed them. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> Hard God. to believe. And finally, rapper Lil Durk, I know we're all big Lil Durk fans, might have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for missing a concert in the Bahamas due to his 2019 arrest for a Georgia shooting. Lil Durk admits that he needs to budget his time better and use the breaks between tours to shoot people. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trip. <laughs> Lil Durk? Lil Durk. How many Lils He's, are there? There's now? a ton of Lils. By the way, uh, is a Durk... Is it? Am I thinking of like a knife? Is a is a, is a, a Derek? A Derek? Yeah. Okay. Right. I thought a Dirk was something. Nick, can uh, you see if a, a Dirk, as in a noun, Dirk is? I know yeah. it's a name. I feel, Dirk. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dagger. A knife. There you go. Hey. Okay, that's what I thought. It's a long bladed thrusting dagger. A Dirk. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, so, which activity can drunk Superman do faster than other Superman? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Dan, see if we can get the answer. Yo, Dan, good morning. Yeah, Dukes. Yeah, Dukes, sir. All right. So, uh, drunk Superman can do what faster than the other Superman? Is it the 12 steps of AA? Yeah, the 12 <laughs> step program. Yes, he only does them in two. Hang on, Dan. You got it right. We are going to give <laughs> we're going to give you a uh, four pack of tickets for All Elite Wrestling Friday, November fourth at Boardwalk Hall. AEW Rampage returns to Atlantic City. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com and AEWTix.com. 
Uh, somebody found a photo of when I was wearing a Superman costume. We were at a costume party, but I love Casey dressed as Grumpy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of the Seven Dwarves, and you played the you played the part. I did. You were very mad. Grumpy face on. Uh, I love that costume. That's so fun. That was all of us have great costumes on. I don't yeah. have any. What am I? I'm nothing. Uh, you're wearing a tuxedo. I'm, I'm built. Yeah, I think you had like a tuxedo shirt. Oh, was I the Hitman? That's a good costume for you. The, I was hit the Hitman. Yeah, so I had a barcode on the back of my head. Okay. Like the video game. Then that would have been yeah. it. Yeah. All right, music news time. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by Zane Western Apparel. Uh, when you work hard and play harder, you need the brands that are going to last. And you can find them at Zane Western Apparel and Work Gear. That's in Piles Grove, New Jersey. Online at zanewestern.com. So Matt Sorum has signed on with AFM Records for his first album with the all-star musical collective called Kings of Chaos. Uh, the Grammy-winning drummer of Guns N' Roses and Velvet Revolver said in a press release, Kings of Chaos, to me, is the reason I started playing music in the first place, for the sheer fun of it. I have a great name for the album. Mm. Sorum Loser. Sorum oh. Loser. Uh, a video for the lead single titled Judgment Day dropped on Thursday. Uh, the song... Performed and co-written by Sorum slash Dave Kushner and Duff McKagan. Features the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer on drums as well as lead vocals. Okay, so he's singing now. Uh, the debut album from Kings of Chaos is set for release in uh, autumn or winter of 2023. Monoskin debuted a new track during their ongoing world tour. Enemy uh, reports that audiences in Mexico City were treated to the band's first ever performance of Cool Kids. On Wednesday, and uh, Monaskin tweeted out Thursday, uh, Andale, Mexico City, or Andale, Andale I guess yeah. is what that is. They, they have like five E's at the end of it. Okay. So Andale, Mexico City. Last night, you were so many that we loved every second of this first gig of the Loud Kids Tour. Uh, this was just the start of our tour. You guys made a special. Hope you enjoyed our surprise. And you were the first to hear our new song, Cool Kids. So they got a new tune that they're just debuting while they are out on the road. Who said Andale all the time? Was that the Lone Ranger? Uh, no, it was, was actually... Oh, it, it was Speedy Gonzalez. That's, 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 that's it. Thank you. Uh, Brian Johnson revealed that it was Hi-Ho Silver is what the... He uh, did, yeah. yeah. The, uh, did you say Hi-Ho's, Lone Ranger? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I knew it was... Remember uh, Slowpoke Rodriguez? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to see those cartoons anymore. No. Uh, Brian Johnson revealed of uh, Black Sabbath that he still wasn't sure that he had snagged the frontman role in ACDC even after recording the 1980 album Black, uh, Back in Black. Hey, what what other way can you prove your worth? Yeah. He had just published his memoir. Well, this is before it was released. Oh, okay. But they recorded it. So. Uh, his, uh, his book is called The Lives of Brian, and he shed light on where he and the band stood after recording at Nassau's Compass Point Studios in the Bahamas. He said it was so businesslike. Uh, it was like, you can go home now. We're done with you. And he's like, uh, okay. You know, it was uh, a case of, well, let's just see. I think everybody wanted to see what the album was like, you know, because uh, there was still time to pull out and get someone else in. I'm not saying that's what they were thinking, uh, but I'm just saying that could have been the prevailing feelings, you know. It was a strange time because there I was back in Newcastle and people go, well, what happened? And I didn't even have a copy of the album. I mean, it wasn't even mixed then. So they finished recording and they were like, all right, thanks, Brian. We'll see you later. We'll be in touch. Yes. In cases like that where you're not quite sure, it's like it's a business interview that you've gone on or something. I find if you leave a note that says, do you like me with two boxes, yes or no, 
Check one. And you can get yeah. it out of the way. Get it out of the way. But meanwhile, he had just recorded I know. one of the greatest rock albums Still ever. to this date, they're, oh. they're yeah. greatest album. It's a perfect album. Yeah. Every, everything, beginning to end, it's just perfect. So, uh, obviously, the rest is history. Uh, speaking of perfect albums, out today is the Beatles' Revolver, released in several special editions. In addition to a slew of previously unheard takes from the original album sessions, Revolver's 14 tracks have been newly remixed and produced, uh, and producer Giles Martin and engineer Sam O'Kell in stereo and Dolby Atmos and the album's original mono mixes sourced from his 1966 mono master tape. Uh, it's available in four LP and two CD sets. So obviously, there's a lot of great extra stuff you can get yes. in this package. Um, and one of the highlights, and we played a little bit of it, uh, is... Um, John Lennon, uh, the work tape of him composing Yellow Submarine. Because, yeah. of course, Ringo sang that. Uh, parts one and two of the special edition songwriting work tape for Yellow Submarine revealed the song's evolution from a rather sad verse sung yes. by John over acoustic guitar in the town where I was born, No One Cared, No One Cared, uh, to its adaptation by John and Paul uh, to suit the jollier subject matter of the chorus. So they have a few versions of it. There's a couple of different versions. Uh, and there you go. Did you want to play some of it? No, I mean, I just okay. had it ready if you wanted to play it. No, we'll play just a little bit. In the place where I was born, no one cares. We're hearing something in the air. That's me. <laughs> I do like this version. No one cares. No one cares. So he uh, goes through that bit, and obviously yeah. we know what that ended up uh, evolving into. Sergeant Peppers. Uh, no. <laughs> and that is my last item in music news, but I have one more thing to give away before ah. we're done. And that is a $25 gift card for Insomnia Cookies. Yum. Uh, just to remind you that if you would like a free hallo- uh, cookie for Halloween, if you stop by an Insomnia dressed in costume between now and Halloween, you can get a free cookie. You're probably going to be out dressed in costume. Yep. Swing by. And you can also send your out-of-town Insomniac friends a tricked-out treat DIY cookie decorating kit. Uh, comes with 12 classic cookies featuring green and orange buttercream icing and candy topping for decorating available uh-huh. ship nationwide. Call number 18 will set you up. 215-263-WMMR. On a reminder, World Vegan Day is this Tuesday, and Insomniac Cookies is celebrating with the launch of vegan caramel apple pie, vegan pecan pie, and vegan birthday cake cookies. Say what? And that'll be available November 1st through the 13th. So Interesting. Vegan, there you go. All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get the lesson, or no, we already did that. We'll get the letter of the day, and we'll give away that prize, and we'll hand it over to Pierre. Stay put. We'll be back in just a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's it's not fancy. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Coming to the end of our program. A Friday and no sad bro. I hope it's all happy, bro. Uh, <laughs> World Series starts today. Ah, I can't. Exciting stuff. You even just saying that. 
I can't even believe it. It's, I a, know. it's astonishing. And it's great for us that it's a Friday night. Yes. <laughs> we yeah. can stay up and watch. Stay up and watch all of the game. <laughs> yep. Tonight and tomorrow night. It's going to be wonderful. And it's Halloween Monday. And Monday is Halloween. And we'll have tickets next week to give away to the uh, the Tuesday night game, game four. Uh, we just found out about that a little while ago, so make sure that you tune in next week. We'll either give them away on Monday or Tuesday. We got to figure out how to do it. Like we just figured it out, and we're getting that done. Now we got to find a fun way to give those tickets to somebody. How about when you hear "You Who"? <laughs> oh wait, no, 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 no wait, hold on. Yeah. No, we um, we just did that. But I have Tammy on the line who would say "You Who's okay." Hi, Tammy. You. <laughs> Tammy just won a thousand dollars. How about that, Tammy? Yeah, you are you are absolutely well. Man, you made it in just under the wire because we're wrapping this thing up today. I have been listening the entire time, every single day. Awesome, right. awesome. Well, you did you did it. Yeah, you done good. Yes. Tell, tell us about you, Tammy. Where are you from? What do you do? I am an insurance analyst, and I live in Pittsgrove, New Jersey. Ah, Pittsgrove, New Jersey. Jersey. Excellent. Uh, do you have a, a long drive in the morning? Do you spend a lot of time with the Preston and Steve show, or do you settle in and listen while you're doing your insurance thingies? I settle in and listen all day Love to it. Preston and Steve and here. Oh, very cool. Excellent, excellent. Well, yeah. listen... You won. We have $1,000. Makes going into the weekend feel good, I'm sure. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, Tim. Thank Tammy. you. You are You're more than up. welcome. There you go. Another Yay! winner. Another winner. And we're not done yet. Three more times to win today. So make, the cheer, make sure that you're locked in. The next one is coming up at noon. And the man who's going to give you that opportunity yeah. is here with us this morning. Mr. Excitement, yeah. Pierre Robert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wonder why he's always dressed in black? Yeah. <laughs> you look very cool. You look very dapper today. Yeah. yeah. I I am, uh, uh, yeah. I yeah. am dapper. I like I'm, pinstripes, man. I wish I could, I wish, I don't think I can pull off the pinstripe thing. You could pull off It anything. looks great. Well, thanks, babe. You're an Adonis. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you are. Thanks, man. How you doing? Fine, thank you. Excellent. You want to do the letter of day? Just yes. knock that bitch right out? Let's kick that mother effer out of the park. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. letter. Yeah. <laughs> Preston and Steve show brought you today by the letter. S as in Satan. All right. Satan. All right. All right. I don't know. Well, I don't know. What do you want from me? We'll I'm take... just trying to do the best. I know sports. Call us seven. Seven at 215-263-WMMR. They're starting to call and they don't know what number caller to be. <laughs> caller 7, if you know the word of the week, then uh, you can indeed win the prize. So let's get you. You know, real quick, I didn't get a chance to thank our guest. We had uh, Akash Singh. Yes. Very good. Really nice guy. Really funny guy with tons of ties to Philadelphia, yeah. which I didn't know about. And he's going to be at Helium uh, tonight and tomorrow. And he knows... He knows he's facing a bit of an uphill battle <laughs> with the games going on. But if you if if baseball's not your thing, you want to laugh, go see him. And the, the, he'll get a nice turnout. He's hilarious. Yep. And thank you to Insomnia Cookies for giving us some good in the morning. Stop by dressed in costume between now and Halloween, and you get a free class of cookie. No purchase necessary. Insomniacookies.com. Find one near you. Uh, so let's see. We do have our caller on the line. And it was caller number seven we were looking for. It's Jim. Hey, Jim. Yeah, go all the way, Phil. Yeah. All right, man. We're happy. But, Jim, give us that word so we can give you a prize. 
Jim? Jim? Oh, Phil. I didn't hear Phil's. I didn't know it was the word. But it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. And Jim, we are going to give you, sir, a stateside vodka prize pack, including a $100 gift certificate to the distillery, two bottles of their 1.75 liter stateside vodka. That's a lot of vodka. A case of stateside vodka soda variety pack and a case of their Surfside iced tea and vodka, my man. So you're set, buddy, all right? What are you drinking for some friggin' days? Okay, yeah. What did he say? drinking for friggin' days. Uh, All right, Jim, I'm just going to put you on hold, buddy. <laughs> Hang on the line. Old Presbo's going to put you on hold. We'll get your information <laughs> off air. I couldn't hear you. I'm not going to bang. Congratulations, man. Jim might have already started drinking. <laughs> I think he has been. Um, so what's up today? We have a fine day, uh, no sad bro Friday, and we've got um, some cool Yoo-Hoo loot possibilities at noon and three and five. So three more chances today uh, to get that thousand bucks, and hopefully you will. Also, workforce blocks of David Bowie and Three Doors Down, and also Journey. And much, much more. Wonderful. All right. I want to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan. The Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors, and by Trinity Rehab with locations all over and now opening King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. Next week on the program, I didn't look at this yet, so let me see what I can make out here. Michael Imperioli ah, of The Sopranos. Very nice. Doing. Uh, we will have uh, Taryn Killian, oh. formerly of Saturday Night Live. Yes, he's married to Colby Smolders, who is uh, from the Avengers. Uh, Adam Conover will be at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, comedian Ryan Hamilton will be here. We'll also have uh, Brandon Eric Kamen. Oh, the, the director, oh, director of the movie Rittenhouse. Yeah, Rittenhouse Square. And he grew up. Around here he and in Havertown. Listen to the Preston and Steve show. Yes. Uh, so he'll be on the program and we will have Phillies game for tickets to give away. Oh, and we'll talk to a guy you may have heard of, Shane Victorino. Hey! Hey! Zumba! Yeah, Zumba. Zumba. Kazumba. Send him a message on social media and let him know you're really excited to hear him on the Preston and Steve show next yeah, week. Yes, okay. please just, do. Just to remind him. That'll and, make sense. Uh, <laughs> Why does he have a tendency to forget? He sure do. He's got oh. a busy schedule. Okay. All right. Uh, Wake up, Shaney. That's it. We're done. Kick some ass. Rage I don't on. Know. Have a great weekend and we'll see you later, gang. Oh, and uh, uh, go Phil. Go Phil. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the Well then I guess there's only one thing left to do. What's that? Win the whole thing. Houston, we have a problem.